ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the 41st installment of the Bobby Kudo Show. And here we are, we're asking the age-old question, ladies and gentlemen. Joe, if I asked you, brother, why can't we be friends, man? <laughs> because. The world's such a better place, man, when you're friends, isn't it? Welcome, welcome. You think. What, right? I, that's what I would think. Welcome, everybody. Episode 41 of the Bobby Kudo Show, of course. Why can't we be friends? 1975 by the great band War. You know they had a couple of great songs. That one, Lowrider. Everybody knows Lowrider, right? I mean that's a that's a popular jam. But again, that was a great song, man. It was they were ahead of their time back then. And again, you know it wasn't a coincidence that they were singing that song in the 70s and dealing with the same issues that we're dealing with today. You know, here in 2020, right? I mean, it's like, what do they say? The more things change, the more they stay the same. Am I right? Yes, sir. Right, right, and here we are, guys. Joe Costa, welcome, sir. Episode forty-one. In all fairness, I just want to. In all fairness, we we uh, Steve and I recorded episode forty, and Joe was slotted to be on that uh, episode. And but Joe had you had some vacation plans already in play, and he had some stuff going on. And of course, you know, obviously, family always comes first beyond everything else. And in this case, we missed Joe. So you know, we spoke, and I said, you know what? It's only fair. It would only be fair. To have Joe on the show, episode 41, to, uh, you know what, we can talk a little bit about 40, and then, of course, you know, unless you live under a rock, here we are, 81 straight nights of violence in Portland, 45 people were shot over the weekend, over the last 48 hours, wrap your head around that, 45 people were shot in New York, Chicago, 30 people were shot, 3 killed, Philadelphia, I don't know, if that, is that a normal night for them, 5 people getting shot in Philly, is that normal for them? Might, it, it might be under. <laughs> right? I think it might be a little under, so let's, you know, hey, hey, Philly, maybe they're a success story over there, but nonetheless, Connecticut, 6 shot and 1 killed in Connecticut. Welcome, everybody. Episode 41. You know, I wish we were starting on a better note and talking about greater things, but unfortunately, here we are, another episode talking about current events, things that are happening around us, things that uh, obviously we have no control over, right? Because the only thing with any control right now, I'd say, is Corona. Would you agree, Joe? I mean, Corona's the, right? Whatever, whatever everybody's doing, it's wrapped around Corona, right? Yep. That and the politicians. Yeah. Everything's controlled by them. You know... Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, Joe. Like most of the time, this time of the year, right? I, I'm usually saying to the family, I'm so sick of seeing commercials about the president. Commercials, commercials, commercials. But I will tell you, in this case, in this cycle of presidential election, I haven't seen any commercials. Everything's been social media. And then, of course, everything has been amplified and is huge. And no more news than, of course, the news of Joe Biden officially announcing Kamala Harris as his vice president. So, I mean, it, Joe, I mean, give you credit, all the credit in the world. Go back and listen to Joe, and he's going to tell you that Kamala Harris was going to be Joe Biden's selection. I actually say it. If you heard it, you hear me say it. Absolutely not. No way. But sure enough, here we are. 
<laughs> in the middle of August, <laughs> and we're talking about Kamala Harris being the VP candidate. Again, Joe, we can talk about this for a little bit because there's a lot really around this. And you know, for me personally, I know the obvious, exactly what you said. And the obvious was that, you know, he was going to pick a, a black woman and he was going to, in this case, black Indian. She's got a couple of different, or Native American. She's got a couple of different nationalities. But either way, you, you were right on target with a black woman and that's where he needed the help. But I mean, if anybody knows anything and is in following politics in any way, shape and form, because I mean, of course, if you're alive right now, and even if you're not, a, you're not into politics, you have to be paying attention uh, because it is so vital. When we go back to the Democratic debates where Kamala Harris shared the stage with Joe, I mean, she literally, I mean, I, I got to be honest with you, like they actually called her the shining star and that she was the breaking out star because she literally berated Biden on stage, right? I mean, do you, do you yeah, right? I remember that, yeah. And, and she was, oh, not only was she, she actually, her exact words, her words, were that she believed the accusers, you know, all the accusers, that he she stood with them. But on top of that, like literally just called him out as a just blatant face liar that granted and just really just reiterated the fact that, you know, you, you know, you were the vice president and you did, you know, you were number one to the president and really nothing changed. Right. Like here we are still talking about the same problems. But, you know, Joe, I'll ask you, I, I mean, you, you obviously, Camilla Harris, could you have seen him actually picking another candidate could it have been anybody else i mean other than her no i didn't think so had to have been her and right. the, it, it, you know and the reason why is because he needed to get a female at the time because he's being he's being uh accused so yeah but does it make it go away though because it's a woman now does it make no, it go well, away it's gonna I mean, go away because they're gonna say oh he's looking he picked a woman but how can they even how can you forget that how can you that put way. that aside i gotta be honest with you joe you can accuse me you know what you and i can be friends and we could be coworkers, and we could be all those things. And you can accuse me of a lot of things. You know what? As as a supervisor, manager throughout my life, I've been called an asshole a few times. I, I have been, and that's okay. You can call me an asshole, but I have never, ever once. Thank you, Jesus Christ. I have never, ever been accused of being a molester or a rapist. You know what I mean? Or you know, just yeah. right. So when you, well, when, the, you when you make that with accusation these people, with these people here in politics, it's it, that's what it is. It's politics. It's to make their image look better. <sighs> so he's. he's at all costs, though, man. The, at, at, at all yeah, costs, all at all costs possible. Like at all costs, the way it always is. Yeah. Because you know what? I've always seen it, and Joe. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. I've always seen the debates as you know, it's really two things, right? It's it's, it's somebody running for the presidency, and then of course it's somebody typically going to be the vice president, right? Because usually it's the best, right. and then you know whoever's second best usually gets it, or somebody that was in. So you always know that even though they're on stage, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're running for the, the, the number one seat. They could also be looking for that number two seat. Right. So you could see all that, but even knowing that, so you know Camilla Harris, when she was on stage and she was debating, and hats off to her, because I, I watched it again, and I, you know, very tenacious and very strong-minded woman, and she said a couple of, you know, very stern things, but again, the accusations were that. She accused him of being... What we all know, and and when you make those accusations, like we're not friends anymore. Like I don't know that I could, yeah. get, Joe. If you if you accuse me of that, brother, I don't know that you and I could work together or be friends. You know what I mean? Like neither right. one of those things. So, the idea that they could do that, have that, and still work together. Okay, I mean, is this just? They're not going to work together. Ugh. I, I could tell you right now, and I'm going to predict it right now. If Biden does happen to become president. Give it six months to a year. He bows down and your president will be Kamala Harris. I, she, he's not. Let's face it. He is not going to serve his four years term. He is not. I mean, There's you, no I, way. He, he's not he, even the four. Mind. So you're not even you're yeah. not thinking long term, maybe eight. You're saying no you're saying he's going to he's not even going to make the four. 
No, because he's he already said in some of his comments he's looking to pick the next president. All right. I mean, I'm his his logic, his dementia that's that's kicking in on him. I mean, for him to say that a few times in uh, comments saying he's looking to find the next best president, you already you already know where his that mindset so, coming from. So so in other words, you know the ridiculousness. If again, and I, and I hate to keep repeating it, but anybody who's paying attention to what's going on, like it's almost daily that you've got these excerpts of him on some show saying some ridiculousness on in all these shows. And I happen yeah. to I I got a little something I came across it. I thought it was great, and I'm I'm gonna play it real quick, Joe. We can kind of go through it, and then we could talk about it after. But I thought it was very well done. I thought the way that they placed it and the way that they did it was really good. Let's give this a listen real quick. You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. My Democratic colleagues don't like me saying this. I think the two-party system is good for the South and good for the Negro, good for the black. And uh, uh, other than the fact that they still call me boy, I don't think they've, I think they've changed their mind. They're going to put you all back in chains. That's the first sort of mainstream African-American who is articulate and bright and clean and nice-looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a story for me. It was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputation of two United States senators who built their reputation and career on the segregation of race in this country. And so that was just a few clips of the things that are out there, the things that are being said. And I think, honestly, Joe, between you and I, and we could talk about this real quick together. I think the the bailout for the Democrats, if in fact he is elected in some way, shape or form, is going to be that he just he's losing his mind, right? That he's he's got mm-hmm. an onset of dementia. He's not thinking clearly all of these things that he's saying are just so like just out of left field. I mean, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. How do you tell someone like if you don't vote for me, you're not black? Like I don't, I like uh, that to me is so extreme. It's so over the top. Right. You, you wonder, and then you hear things like, "Oh, they call me boy." Like I, you know, I, I just can't help but like it, it bothers me to hear him say it because it's you can see the intent behind it. You know what I mean? He's not right. saying that just to, for show. Like that's the way that he feels and he is i'm gonna say he is i i believe he is racist you see his comments from yes. when he was in congress yes he practically wrote the criminal act yes and now you hear him saying these these ridiculous terms if you don't vote for me you ain't black right what, right who you know what i'm saying now right. he goes and vote and he has to clean up that image and, and so you know what's he do he and, goes and gets a, a black woman so to why clean not up to Im- his image saying that see i'm not racist <laughs> but you are right but he, you know he's not even in the right state of mind like you know he's not, not making now. that decision no, like yeah. yeah like he didn't make that decision it wasn't him like he didn't sit in a room by himself no. and come up with the idea and say hey you know what like this is what i'm gonna do like you obviously we've got a you know uh just an yeah. army of people that are making these decisions for him. But, you know, him himself, you know, I, I think, you know, when you look at a politician, like if we call a politician a politician, right, for what face value with a politician is typically they're a lawyer. They're very astute with the law. They've been a judge or some some way, shape and form. And again, we all know that we think lawyers and we think, you know, rats. It's always they get that perception, right? We yes. make these people politicians. Isn't it always the best politician, the biggest rat, the best actor? Isn't 
always the one that makes it. The you know, sl- sleaziest. Right, yeah. right, the sleaziest, the one that can to say these things and say them with conviction. And which brings you to another point where, you know, if you follow the Bobby Kudo show, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, these are the things that I'm sharing with everyone. And I got a quick clip that I'm going to play for us again. I just, this is another Biden clip. This bothered me. And again, and I, and I say it bothers me because when you hear the fluidity of what he's saying, and the conviction of what he's saying, you wouldn't know any better. You, and so, but again, if you follow on the on the on the social media, and you would have heard this already, but let's let's just give this a quick listen. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. Went back to law school, and in fact, ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only 123 credits. Biden, now- Did you hear that? Did you hear all that? Yeah. Like that's, that, listen, if somebody's telling that, saying that to me, I'm, I'm, I'm intimidated. I'm intimidated. I'm like, wow, man, holy shit, right? Like, yeah. right? Like you belong here. <laughs> like you got my vote, man, right? You're smarter than me, right? But wait, wait hold on a second. Listen to this. Concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law yep. school class. That he does not have three degrees from college and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class and won only one degree, not three. Joe Biden ranked 76th in a class of 85 at the University of Syracuse Law School. I mean, this guy comes off this whole thing as a flyweight. So there you go. This is not the bashing Biden episode. This, guys, I didn't work very hard to, to find this information. Facts. Like, this is just facts. This is out there. This is what this is what you we should all know. If you are voting for the next president of the United States of America, right, especially now at this crucial time, how fragile we are as a nation, right, as a people and as a nation. Can, can can't you run it. Look, really? Seriously? Is this this is the guy? And he's like, no. again, Joe, and I mentioned it. He, you hear the conviction of what he's saying? Like, that man said that. He was in a He stood in front of and the he mirror. Said it, and right? he said it convincingly. Yeah. Too. And somebody be like, oh, well, that was a long time ago. You know what, man? If nothing else, he had all his marbles then. So so yeah. he was even more dangerous then, right, than it is well, now. What about Kamala? She said, oh, yeah, I was yeah. smoking weed back in yeah. college listening to Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. When, in fact, Tupac and Biggie weren't even around yet. <laughs> <laughs> How the heck are right. you listening to that? Right. Right, right. And <laughs> you again, know, you know, and I think it's that, and I, and I think that's getting everybody in trouble. Like even again with, I hate to keep going back to Biden, but Biden does that when he, when he goes to these interviews, you know, like he's going on these interviews with these young, uh, you know, uh, charismatic young black people, right? They're, they're, they're charismatic, they're African-Americans, they're intelligent, they're smart. And he tries to somehow relate with them. And that's yeah. why he says all these stupid, ridiculous things. When the, when the reporter asks him, oh, so uh, would, you, would you be opposed to taking a cognitive test? And he says, Oh, man, would you, would you, how do you take a test for cocaine? Like, that's your, that's your reply? Like, I'm not even sure we're in the same realm of conversation. You know what I mean? So, so my thought process when he did make that comment and says, come on, man. Come on, man. If you're, if you're, if you're, if you're doing cocaine, are you going to take a, are you going to take a drug test? Cause you know, you're going to fail. So (laughs) are you telling the American people you're not going to take this test because you know, you're going to fail it. He can't even help himself. Like he can't even help himself. Like he can't, and, uh, and, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm so ashamed of the way we do process here with president, especially presidency. Yeah, you should be able to to pass that test. Yes. Be healthy. You're going to be a president and you got dementia. Let me ask you a question. Like, you're just going to go and push a button yep. and you're thinking you're pushing the button. Yeah, you got the nuclear the football. Toilet. Bro, you got the nuclear it, football. Yeah. You got the yeah. nuclear, you got the nuclear yeah. suitcase <laughs> yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah. Joe, you, uh, it's no secret. You've been on the show a couple of times. The audience knows you. You work at Comcast, yeah. right? You're a technician. I'm going to ask you this question. Yep. When you applied for your job at, at Comcast, 
Did you have to take a test? Yes. You did? Me too. You know why? Because they wanted to know that you had the ability to do basic math, to use basic logic, and make basic decisions. I wasn't offended by it because I knew... That you know what I could pass it. So if I if I didn't think I could pass the test, then I'd probably have a problem with it. I'd probably be like, well, I don't want to take that test. I I find it offensive. And so, you right because that's the new right. that's the cancel culture. If you say you're offended by it, you're all set. You get a free pass. So yeah. in this case, he just refuses to take it, and I think it's just obvious at this point. I think everybody knows it, but yet just, everybody knows it. Yeah, but people yeah, are going to still yeah, vote for him because yeah. they hate Trump. But you know what I think? And you and that and that part right there is what's yeah. scary. Is yeah. you hate the guy. So, so much. much yes that you're gonna bring in a person that can't even think right you ready for this here i am check this out right i'm not not conspiracy theory but just hear me out i think one of the biggest issues in america today and i think that has been an issue for many 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 years and you would i think you'll agree it's bullying right like i think bullying is, yeah, is a bullying. very it's, it's very very everybody's sensitive to that it doesn't matter what race creed or color you are bullying season none of that i mean right and we're all susceptible to right. that how about you throw Joe Biden up on stage with a with a Donald Trump? What do you think's going to happen? I think even yeah. if, if you're on Donald Trump, if you're a team Donald Trump and you're part of that that whole political committee, you're telling him, "Hey, listen. You can't go up there and you can't challenge the guy's att- intelligence. You just can't do it." Uh-huh. Because if you go up there and you do that, what people are going to perceive is that he is literally a bully. Right. I, you know, if I look at the grand scheme of all this and, you know, the Democratic National Convention to right, that's that the DNC today yeah. starts today. That's if, tonight. That's tonight. If you look at if you look at all this, is this what they're looking forward to? Is is are they looking forward to this debate so that when you get Trump on stage, is he going to be able to help himself? Right? Is this going to be like? Is he going to implode? Is he going to be Kanye West? Is he going to be Kanye West with right with Taylor Swift up there with her her Grammy and here come right? Is this what's going to happen? Right. Because he's, he's going to attack Joe Biden and for people that don't take things so serious you know he's gonna go up there and he's gonna be like do you even know you're on stage right now he's gonna make comments like that right because he we all know and it's not into something like that i don't take that seriously like yes but um, people do man people People do do. yes they they take everything literally yes yes anything on tv and they take it literally and i honestly think he baits the media he'll say something he knows the media will run away with it and he's just sitting in the office laughing it up. Going, right. Hey, you took the right. Right. You know, and they say <laughs> the perfect example of that is the China virus. The fact that he keeps referring to Corona yeah, and COVID as the China virus. That's his way of doing that. That's his way of stirring yeah. the pot. And it's funny because he said it. Remember, he was saying it and, and they made such a big deal about it. He stopped saying it. And then he started yep. saying it again, and now nobody nobody yeah. even cares. Like it's now it's just regular it's regular verbiage for him. Like he says it all right. the time, and nobody's saying anything about it. You know what I mean? So right. I, again, you know when I when I, I mentioned that in the past, and and I know Joe, we've talked about it. He is a mastermind of of reality TV. That's that's what he yeah. you know he, the, he likes entertainment, right? Like he he's he's been working at this for many many years. You know what I mean? Like being on television, all of that, the the apprentice, all of that was all leading up to the grand stage of where he is right now. And I think again, very easily, you know, that castle can crash if he's not careful in in these debates. I think he really right. needs to be cautious. He really needs to be careful because and there's just one reason when I think when you are friends with Cardi B, when you and Cardi B are tight, <laughs> right, right, when when you and Cardi yeah. B are talking about WAP, then I think 
you have nothing to fear, right? Because because you know you know that now you have you now have every young voter on 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 the planet, right, on your side. I mean, yeah. have you have you had a chance? Have you had a chance to listen? to the new party. I, I, I see I so I googled it yeah. and there was a YouTube video of yeah. her video and yeah, in, in, in I was in just all fairness, watching it parental, and I'm like, parental advisory right now this is a little parental advice right now like take, let's just take a listen go ahead Joe enjoy go ahead. keep going brother <laughs> so Cardi B if you didn't know is on the cover of LA Magazine E-L-L-E Magazine and she was granted and bestowed the great honor of having a 15-minute interview with who else, man? Who could it be, Joe? Who else could it be? Who else could it be? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Mike Pence? Nope. Close. No? Close, buddy. Close. That's a good guess, though. Yeah. <laughs> Hillary? Ooh, that's another good guess. I don't cook. I don't clean, but well, we all know what she's thinking about, so maybe Bill Clinton. Mm. You know what, man? That's the best answer I ever heard. But in this case, Mr. Joe Biden, yeah, Mr. Really? You know what? Somebody in his campaign committee had the great idea of booking a 15-minute interview with Mrs. Cardi B, and it's just in time for her new release of her song. Wet ass pussy. Let's celebrate. Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke, I need a henny drink, I need a wee smoke, not a garden snake, I need a king cook. What the hell happened to music? Yeah, right. Not only that, man, how does Cardi B get an interview with Joe Biden? Like I, I just explained that to me. I just I gotta know. I gotta know, I gotta know, I gotta know, I gotta know, I gotta know. And not only oh, that, fifteen minutes, bro. 15 minutes, 15 minutes. And I, you know what the worst part is? You ready for this? You ready for the worst part? I listened to the whole 15 minutes. And those are 15 minutes. I'll never get back, brother. I will never get back. So, look, look at this. How are you? The name's Joe. Well, hello there, Joe. As a matter of fact. I, I, listen, I'm just going to warn you right now. This is a public service announcement. Like, you're going to see the neurons and neutrons exploding here with the amount of intelligent conversation that's going to take place right now. You've got to prepare yourself, okay? This is, this, is, this is conversation beyond epic proportions, Joe, that we could never even comprehend, all right? I mean, just, just give us a quick, just a quick listen. Just to, we can... My daughter, the love of my life, the life of my love. She's a fan of yours. Hi, a... how are you? This Hi, is how Ashley. Are you? Good, how you doing? You know the I'm nickname she good. gave her father when she was growing up? She'd call me Joey B. So yeah, we that's when he's in the swimming pool. When yeah. he was in the swimming oh, pool with the kids. Yeah, and his hair was growing. Yeah, yeah. like, I feel so crazy because I feel like I'm a little bit late. But Biden, let me tell you something. When you have kids <sighs> my age, uh, like the one my age, two years old, your schedule never go as planned. You know what I'm saying? I, I, You're telling I me? I got four kids, five grandkids. Come kids. on. I'm an expert. I understand about kids. The most important thing well, in the world. Do you not want to shoot yourself in the head right now, we, bro? We all know he yes. understands kids. <laughs> oh, wait. Jesus. I can't come first. Oh. That's terrible. Keep it that way. I shouldn't even so, laugh. That's Joe, so terrible. I heard you got some questions for me. Check this oh, out. Oh, I do have some questions for right. you. First I'm of just, all, I want to congratulate what we got. you. The cover of, oh, I tell you, that's pretty good. That's pretty big time. Yeah. Number one, doesn't surprise me. You're on the cover. But number two, yeah. thanks for your generosity dealing with people who are suffering. Bro, with a song like WAP, you, right? It's no surprise she's on the cover. COVID. We, uh, you know, this is, there's so many people who needlessly are, in trouble, who are needlessly have died when they didn't have to, if we had taken the precautions we needed to. And 
Thank you. You have a generous heart. You have a generous heart. And, and all other Cardi B's efforts have saved people's yeah. lives. Yep. She's out there, yep. front lines. She, I saw her. Like, she was with the Red Cross saving lives. So, yeah, Joe, good call, buddy. What I wanted to know was, tell me, what what's your main interest in terms of this election? I have a whole list of things that I want whole and list. I wish and I desire okay, so, okay. Uh, for our next president to do for us. Right, I'm going to number well, one. So first thing first, track. let me keep it a buck. I just want Trump out. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like his- All right, so that would fall. What's the category for that, Joe? Like, I just want Trump out. Like, what What do we, what is that? Is that, like, I hate my boss? Is that what that is? Is that- That's pretty much what it is. My teacher doesn't like me? Is that what that, all right, yep. we'll put that in the yeah, category. Pretty let's, much. let's see what else she's got. Let's see what else she's got. Mouth gets us in trouble so much. I don't want to be, be lied to. I don't, I don't want, like, you know, we're dealing with a pandemic right now, right? And I just want answers. I want to know really? when this is over. Like, you know, I want to go back to my job. I want to I wanna be able to go outside. I want to be able not to feel like I'm trapped in my home. And, but- You know what, I'm, I'm gonna say it right now. Fuck you, Trump. You're a fucking asshole, <laughs> all right? Cardi B cannot leave her house, okay? That's shame her on you. Her mansion. Her, shame on you, Trump. You, because of you, we can't leave the house. Well, I mean, somebody to lie to me and tell me that it's okay to go outside. It's okay not to wear a mask. That everything is going to be okay. No, I want like a, a timeline, timeline of when things are going to get timeline. better. Okay. I, I want right. a, a pandemic going on. We're going to give you a timeline. For us to get better. Besides, two, um, you know, uh, taking pre, uh, precautions like with our masks and quarantining. Right. I need somebody to tell me like this is going to be over when we. Is that like? like a martini quarantini is that like a no well she wants a, she wants a timeline i give so her a timeline long. right when yeah. this whole thing started it was two weeks to flatten the curve right yeah exactly here, here right we, 15 we days are, what? 15 five, days it was remember five months in yeah yeah, yeah, here we are. We're five months in. Yep, here we are. You want to you want a timeline, Kylie B? I got you one. Today's what? August seventeenth. Seventy eight. Seventy eight more days, and, and we'll flatten the curve. You <laughs> what know what happens? What, days what, in? November third. Is that that wouldn't be the election? Yeah. Oh, that's when people are voting for the next president. Yeah, that's when the after that day the, the curve will be flat. Hold on, no let matter me. who's Why, president. Other countries I gotta call are doing I better than ours when it comes to this pandemic. I need somebody to tell me the truth, the hardcore truth. Hardcore and truth. also, I of course want free Medicare. And this is why it's important to have free Medicare because look, look, oh, look what's happening the right Bernie now. Sanders, right? You see I mean, what we should have been well, having Medicare for a long time. the Biden campaign is starting to move that way. I of mm -hmm. course think that you we need uh, free college education. Oh, That's free college second. education. And Damn, I'm going back I to want college black at people 40. stop getting killed. And Oh, people second kill? No justice for it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I just want more stricter laws that is fair to black citizens. And you know, it's fair for cops too. If you kill somebody that is that doesn't have a weapon on them, yeah. you yeah. go to jail. Oh. You know what? If I kill somebody, I gotta go to jail. Oh. You gotta go to jail too. Okay. Oh. There it is. There it is. What'd you think? If, if, I think that's the only one that I agree with her. If you well, kill somebody that doesn't have a weapon. Bro, I told you. Did I not tell you this is the most brilliant? Like, you're never going to hear an interview like this ever again. This is yeah. this is breaking news. Like, I, you, imagine if you kill. Imagine this concept, brother. You kill someone and then you, you go to jail. That's right? crazy. Imagine that. Imagine well, that concept. Imagine it, it took all the way until, what are we, 2020. Yes, yes. And we needed Cardi B to you, tell us. Do you that. know what I'm upset about? 
I didn't think of it. That's what I'm. That's what I'm pissed off about. Why didn't I think of that, all bro? These, right? All these politicians and people in Congress and stuff can't think of that. No. Imagine. Imagine. And you know what? The yeah. interview. It, it, I mean, I know we're poking fun, but the and the interview just it just gets worse and worse. It just it's the power. It, it's on and on and on. It's him. It's him blabbing dogs. And, Ripping off the clothes of black women, elderly women uh, going to church, and kids being knocked down with fire hoses and their uh, skin being ripped off. All of a sudden, as Dr. King said, we had the second emancipation. We had the Voting Rights Act and we had the Civil Rights Act. It changed things because people said, oh my God, that's happening. I think I heard you say somewhere along the line what I've been saying. This cell phone has changed America because what happens now? We're at a point where some brave kid. 15 years old can stand there and for for a total of eight minutes and 46 seconds take a photograph of a black man whose family I know and met with and understand and spent time with and watched him brutally murdered, brutally murdered. And people around the world were saying, my God, it really happens because I'm not in a neighborhood like that. I don't come from a place. And now guess what? They're demanding change. Like people. We're not asking yeah, because for of your criminal act, right? That's the reason why it was. He wrote that criminal act, and the yep. cops got off. On yep. It. And if any, you know he what? Wrote that act. I wish, I wish I had the clip because because you hear him on the Senate floor, and you hear what the way he says it and the way he explains that yeah. act, and it is the most racist. I, I've never. I, I mean, you hear it. It's like watching Archie Bunker. If I watch Archie Bunker right now, I'm like, geez, I can't believe he just said that. Like that's a lot of, yeah. You, it would not fly on TV. No, 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 absolutely not. And in, in this case, well, again, and here we are. And in, in, in the interview goes on. It's like a, it's like literally 16 minutes and 23 seconds of the two of them going back and forth with no substance whatsoever. No, there is just absolutely no gravity to what they're saying other than what we've been saying all along. I mean, the obvious is the obvious, guys. I mean, it's clear that there's this divide amongst the country, amongst everyone. But again, as we continue to feed into this rhetoric, as long as the opposing forces exist, this is the space we're going to live in. We have to get past this. At some point, Joe, I have to believe, we keep, I keep coming across it. It almost seems like there's a spark of light. Like you start to see more and more people are starting to speak up. You know, in the last episode, the title of episode 40 was to the 62% of Americans. And what I'm referring to is people like me, man. I'm part of that 62% of Americans who are literally afraid to share their point of view afraid to share their political opinion because of being ridiculed or you heard me right with my uncle and him yeah. freaking like who wants to be involved in that like who wants to fight with a veteran i, I don't want any of that you know i don't want to no. deal with it so like 62 percent of america i stay quiet you know what i mean other than when i come on the podcast and this is my yeah. platform other than this i don't talk about this in public you know real quick, i talk see, i talk about it but you gotta understand, like for me, I don't, I don't go left, I don't go right. I'm not Republican or Democrat. In fact, I'm, I'm registered as an independent. As am I? Because I, I. B I believe both sides. Like both sides have great points. You know, Trump yeah. has good point, and then I, I always thought it was gonna be Biden. Yeah. I thought for yeah. sure it was gonna be Biden versus Trump, which that's the way it should have been because he's more eligible than. Uh, you mean Sanders? You mean Sanders? Sanders, yes, yes, yes Sanders. Sanders is more eligible than. Biden. Even today, Sanders was on Fox and he was talking about, of course, because he's actually, I think, believe he's speaking tonight at the DNC. Uh, and yeah. he was talking about, and they say that that Biden has absolutely adopted his doctrine, like right, like everything that yes, he was he his dossier, he like, because so, he wants his, he wants the, he wants Biden, he wants, Biden, he wants um, Sanders yeah. votes. He wants the votes. He wants the votes. He if does. he's not going to, when he gets into office, see what people need to realize is yeah. before Trump, 
every single president, I don't care, Republican, Democrat, they all come in, right? You all see the debates and they come out with their policy, what they want to do for America. And you're like, wow, that sounds great. That sounds great. They come out with 20, 30, 50 policies yep. that they all have in place that they want to do for America to make it great. You know, and the wars here and, and, and make better energy here and trade deals. And, and they all come out and they all tell you, this is what we want. This is what we want. And then we all feed into it. And what happens when they become in president? None, they, none maybe, of it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe three. Yeah, but you know, but that's the joke, ten, right? Is, ten that, is that the joke? That's always do? the joke, right? Like you, I mean, growing up, right. I mean, even when you watched cartoons, like that was always the joke, you right? vote for the best liar. Yeah. You vote for the best liar. And, and you were, you were lucky to get, you know, maybe three, like you said, three or four out of the 10, 10 things that they yeah. promised. And we were kind of okay with that, you know, but. Now, I think we live in a space where we're holding people more and more accountable, right? I mean, if you're telling right. me we have a jobs issue, then we need to fix the jobs issue. Let's 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 figure that out. You know what I mean? And, I, the, and that's the reason why Trump came in, because he yeah. said he was going to fix it, yeah. and he did fix it. He really? also said he was going to do a lot more other things, including with, with China and building a wall and, yep. and making the military. He's done everything yep. that he said he was going to do in his campaign run. Right. Which is a perfect segue to where we're going next. And it's, you know, really talking about Trump. And then of course this, this new stimulus package that he, you know, actually wrote executive orders for, and it was, I believe it was four different orders. One is to cut and suspend payroll tax. And he said that that's currently going to be temporary, but if November he's voted in, he said he's going to make that permanent, right? For anyone making- Well, he un- said he'll see at the end of the year. Yeah, he didn't say be- he was going to make it permanent. Yeah, if he's going to, and that would be like right around November. <laughs> and so, right. you know, for anyone making uh, under $100,000, so, and then of course the $600, you know, weekly bonus is going down to $400, right? So you'd only get the right. four hundred dollars uh, and then of course well, you, that you actually get 300 but your state it, that it you live in, the, in kicks in has the, to kick in, in the, the extra hundred and right. if they decide not to you're only going to get 300 the 25 percent, and then of course oh. it was the the student loan relief so zero percent on student loans no penalties yep. helping the kids so you know i think all of those things are great i think i'll be honest with you joe i actually found myself asking the question how because I, I mentioned it in previous podcasts i am struggling hiring people and I said to myself, gee, well, how do you come out of this, right? How do we stimulate yeah. people to go back to work? And for the life of me, brother, I never, ever thought the payroll tax. Like, what a brilliant idea that is. Because you're doing two things with that. One, you're giving the relief and giving the money back to the people I think that really need it. People like me, people like you. And then yeah. two, it also gives us the incentive to say, hey, you know what? You and I, Joe, we, we, we've been working the whole time. It, there's been no corona relief for us. You know what I mean? No. You know, we've been we've been essential workers the whole time. So this, and there hasn't been any bonuses. There hasn't been any, st- there's been none of that. The idea that now we're getting a little something, something. Hey, listen, you're going to work. So here's some something for you while you work. I think that's brilliant in its own. And I know he didn't come up with that. Some brilliant mathematician come up with that amazing idea. Well, but- he, he wanted that payroll tax. They've been talking about that since last year. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <clears throat> Before right, the whole Corona right. thing, I do recall. I do recall it was something. Yeah, yeah. Until June, he was supposed to sign in into law in June, and then COVID happened, and yep. you know, and now that's not even that's that wasn't even on the table anymore right. in the second stimulus. So he threw it in there. Now my my question to you is, all right, that's great for us, but we're gonna have to pay the taxes in that, and then yeah. not only that, yeah. that's gonna affect the Social Security. Yeah. So I mean, there is downfall of there, it. there is because you're not you're not kicking in. Where, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody's got to kick in. Independence comes into. I I see the greatness of it. Great. Give me the money now. But you know what? At the end of the year, you're right. 
because you got yeah. it's the FICA. You got to pay the FICA. You like that has to come from somewhere. It's that, gonna come. It's gonna come from right. And, and all the people that think the stimulus, believe me, one way or another, we're gonna be paying for it. So the working class people are gonna pay for it. And then on top of that, the Dems they want this twenty-five billion dollar relief for the post office. I mean, yeah, they just they just got that in. You know what? Man? Well, they just they just did that today, right? Yeah, today. So l- let me just say yeah. this out loud. And I'm gonna. And I, and I, this is no offense to any postal workers. Like you know what? Hats off to you guys. You know what I mean? Like the, being a post, whatever the job is. Remember, like post office, be like the joke was always going postal, right? Like they work so hard yeah. that let me t- let's talk about the post office for a second. You go into these post offices, and I understand that there are a lot of them are historical buildings. I get that, you know, and, you, and they've been there for a long time. But you're not going to tell me you can't remodel these places that you can't even bring in technology. I go to the post office where near where I live, and they're literally using wooden cubbies. You know what I mean? Like the guy is still manually slotting mail in boxes. Are you going to tell me that there isn't some sophisticated machine and that you can invest into the post office for goodness sake amazon bro amazon drops off like tons and tons of packages and they actually say that the, the post office is actually it's costing them money to deliver the amazon packages how can that be how can that be possible how is it well it, first of all it's ran by the government so yeah, there you go there's, there's, there's the there, answer there right there around. right like this yeah right there it is and right. i think even before before obama even came into office i want to say maybe back in book when bush was president weren't they saying that the post office in the next 20 years bankrupt right like it was it was may go bankrupt, bankrupt right because they so just... i mean this this has been a problem from past president and nobody's done okay. anything but right. now you know what joe i would to totally something. be agree with it I'm like, but you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna challenge i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna say how is it that ups can exist fedex can exist dude dhl is still out there like how is it that these companies are still out there thriving right thriving like even amazon has their own delivery service now and how is it you're the first ones. You're the, you were supposed to be the best. You know what I mean? The yep. United States Postal Service, man. You guys were riding ponies across the country, delivering freaking mail literally across yep. the country. And you mean to tell me that here we are on the 20th and you can't figure out how to deliver the mail and turn a profit? I mean, again, like you said, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a government. It's ran by the government. Man. Guess what? All the presidents that came in path, they haven't even looked at it. Like, no, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we got to, yeah. we got to fund more money yeah. into the post office service. Yeah. We need to update their infrastructure so we need to give them better trucks we need to pay these guys more we should balance the budget and give these guys more money and fix the buildings and make them thrive just make it streamline it make it make it sense so it makes sense so you're making money they're losing money because of those stamps it's Uh, ran by the government how do you think that we're here you go, Cardi B. Yep. We're going to get free college. We're going to get free health insurance. And who's going to pay for it all? The working class. Yeah. But yeah. if I'm getting everything free, why the hell am I going to work? Yeah, well, you'd be a fool. Because again, it's either it's either right. all or nothing. So this is a perfect example of that. I mean, again, twenty five billion dollars for the post office. So you didn't give a shit. Nobody cared. So this isn't a, day t- a today problem, right? This isn't a yesterday problem, no, right? This has, this, been... this has been going on forever, as long as I can remember, yeah. anyway. So why all of a sudden now the Democrats are like, oh no, we we need twenty five billion. Twenty. Listen, you're not asking for twenty five million. You're not yeah. even right. You're asking for twenty five billion dollars all of a sudden. Okay, yeah. so obviously we know where I'm going with this, and we're talking about the mail-in voting. So why is it that all of a sudden that's so critical? And I will yeah. tell you right now. I think that the line was drawn in the sand today. I happened to catch Trump real quick as I was right before the show. Was oh, kind of I just, saw that. Did you hear what he said when he said it? I, 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 I was. Well, I couldn't watch all of it. Yep. But I was watching some of it, and I'm just sitting there going, "Man, this is a campaign ad." Totally, like, totally, this is totally. This is just his like campaign. 
campaign yep. telling people, you know, you want to de- you want to live in a criminal justice system here yep. where the criminals are running the asylum, then you're going to vote for Biden. You see what's going on in Portland and yep. in yep. Chicago. You see all all these other states. That's eventually going to run throughout the rest of America. Right, spread like a virus. That he he said one sentence out of, out of I watched it and he said one sentence and when I heard it I I knew that that was going to be the headline and it's going to be the headline and it's when he said if I lose this election I will lose it because of mail in voting and he said it so now that's it he has set the line he drew that line in the sand so no matter what now I kind of wish he didn't say it because that's pretty much it no matter yeah. what if I if I lose this election it's going to be because of the mail so now it's going to be all about the mail my thing is is with the whole mail in thing so mm-hmm. everybody's saying you see the headlines TMZ NBC all over Facebook and social media and stuff yeah. you see it Trump Trump doesn't want to support mail-in voting he doesn't want to give money to the post office he's refusing to give money to the post office but if you watch his press conference that he had he said they wanted him in part of giving out the uh, extra $300 and not charging the, the college kids with the with the interest this year and Mm-hmm. and evictions and stuff like that they wanted him to also ing- include a 25 billion dollars for the mail-in and he said no because that is part of the stimulus package that the democrats are refusing to negotiate with right, he's right, like why right, would i right. go ahead and put something on there that obviously he doesn't agree with right and should not if, be re- one is not the other one is not the other right he doesn't right, agree right, with it. we all right, know that right. but he that's doesn't want but joe that's voting. it you nailed it man this has been going on for how long brother it's been like hey i'll tell you what uh, we'll give you this but we're gonna we need this over here and it's been like right. uh, all right man you got it but in this case the president's like no no, I'm not going to give right. you 25 billion in order to take care of the American. Like, like we need to take care of America first, our American citizens, and then we could talk right. about fixing the post office. You know what I mean? Right, I, and that's I, what he was saying yeah, in, in yeah. the press conferences. Yeah. What does me giving them 25 billion dollars help with people that their businesses are about to close? People are going to have to make mortgage payments yep. and and everything else. You yep. know, like yep. what has that got to do with? And I understand why they want it in there because they want to mail in vote but speaking of that so now you see i I don't know if you saw my post before but i posted about protesters protesting the postmaster general (laughs) in front of their house about mail in vote right with pans right banging pans right so you're outside of this guy's (sighs) house protesting with a bunch of people because you don't feel safe going to a mail in you want this guy to go ahead and what he's he's got no control of it he's got one of the money of the money is what the money's got right he's not going to make these voters votes go any faster or any more secure right. but, but that's you, but you that's their fight though group outside of your house yep that's their fight because they don't want to f- they don't feel safe getting in line and to going vote, vote at that, the polls right they'll safe going in front of your house right. banging pans and chanting with a whole bunch of group of people there it's, what, such, a, it's, it's such a contradiction bro and that's and that's what it's been like again how is it you're you're not afraid Right, you're not afraid to go into a group of people in front of somebody's house yelling and screaming, right? You, you know that not everybody's wearing masks and you know you got a couple of people that might be a little over the top or whatever. But so that's what you and rather than say, Okay, I'm gonna drive to the school down the street in my car with the air conditioning on, my windows rolled up, and I'm I'm gonna have my mask ready. When I get to the school, I'm gonna put my mask on, I'm gonna get out of the car, right? I'm gonna actually I'm probably gonna walk through the door and then realize I forgot my mask and have to go back to my car to get it. Yeah. But, 
either way, I'll get my mask. I'll come back in. They'll call my name. I'll walk in, you know, six feet apart, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to go into my little booth all by myself, right? My little, little booth right yep. there. And, and I'm going to punch my buttons, bro. And I'm going to vote for the next president of the United States. Tell me how that is any more or less dangerous than me sitting in the street with pots and pans, screaming and yelling about shit that really, I that, that has no, like, you can't change. Like, you just, there's nothing you're going to do. How about this? I can go to a grocery store, stand in line outside of the grocery store. They're not like that anymore. Yeah. But when the pandemic was at its highest, we're standing outside a grocery store yep. in our carriage yep. in the rain. Go into the grocery store to get your groceries. Or how about now you can go to Disney, stand <laughs> yes. in line there to right. go on rides. Right. But I can't. Right. You, 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 it's, you, it just does, for me, does, yeah. at a voting polls, yeah. you can't put social distance lines. Yeah. Dude, the only way you're buying that. Stand on. Yeah. The only way you're buying that is if you're not leaving the house you you you, you are literally like quarantined you're not leaving the, if you're going out and you're going to the grocery store because you got to get food and every now and then maybe going to dinner with your wife or your family like you, you realize that you're walking into a restaurant you put your mask on you walk through they sit you down you take your mask off like it just yeah. the people are on the side of me they're not wearing a mask i'm not wearing a mask we're all together i mean I, again i i you know i hate to say this and i apologize to everybody for saying it but you know what at some point we just got to move on man we just we have have to move on and i think the well you're the, gonna sit there and just think what the hell is going on yeah right why is it right, okay right why is it okay for me we just got the guidelines for the kids at school yeah, so yeah, or, yeah. so i can go to a restaurant well, that's i was gonna ask you that Six i was gonna ask, how do you feel about do you how do you feel about your kids going back because you know what joe you have two children you have two young children how, how do you feel mm-hmm. about them going and returning to school are you are you in for the whole just do it or the hybrid i think the kids should go back to school they need to go back to school especially in some households where the kids are not treated as well as a parent should be treating their kid you know children that are being abused not just physically but mentally yeah 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 right right or just ignored right just ignored like not even it's just it's a bad situation where they get to go to school they get away from it i think kids should go to school but i think also it's got to be safe right so so we got the thing and it's like okay kids are going so my kids are going back to school but they're going hybrid so they're gonna go two days during the week and then three days remote learning yeah there was a question asked all right my kid goes back to school they gotta wear a mask now they're six feet apart from each other from another desk does the student have to wear the mask all day long Mm. even though they're at their desk six feet apart and the answer was yes <laughs> my thing is is if i go to a restaurant and i'm six feet apart from somebody i could take my mask off what is the difference here why can't the kid i see that's what i'm I, I want the kids to go back but i don't think wearing the mask is good for the kids right because you gotta remember they're young they need to take in germs right they need right, so their right, body can right, fight right but I think the argument. I think the argument. I think the argument is coming out of it. So kid goes to school, gets corona. You know, we know the kid will be fine. You know, strong immunity. But it's you know your parents. Yeah, if the, the kid old, is healthy, if it yeah, has, and now you know, you know, they're asymptomatic, and now they're spreading the virus. So again, I, I I go back to the original statement, brother. At some point, brother, we just. You know what? You just have to do it. Planes fall out of the sky. It yep. happens. It, it doesn't mean we don't travel anymore. You know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we still get in a plane and we still fly because if you want to do anything in life and you want to go anywhere in life and business wants to get, like, these are things that we just have to take a chance on. And I'm with you, bro. I, you know, it's funny. I just over the weekend hanging out with family and one of the family members is a school teacher. And, you know, obviously having an opportunity to talk to somebody who's actually, you know, on the other end of it, you know, dealing with the union and everything else. And, you know, I asked, I said, what do you think? She's like, just bring them back. 
let's just do it. You know, this whole two days come in and then one day of cleaning and then you get another group of kids coming in and then the other, you know, the perfect example, you know, at my company and and I, and I I will give them credit for this, Joe, they, they, they went out of the way. Once, once Corona came around, like we were, when we were in like the height of it, like the real, you know, the meat of it, the company, what the company did is they broke up our staff into two groups, A team and B team. You had half the people working on the A team. And when they were at work, when they came to work, they got an increase. They got a $2 stipend an hour for coming to work. So you were there for five days, you know, your Monday through Friday, you would go home and now B team would come in on Monday and B team would get the $2 increase. Now the A team would be home and they, although they weren't getting the $2 increase, they were getting their regular rate. They were being paid to stay home. So bonus on either end of it. So they go through this whole process of doing that. By the time I would get my, so, so A team would go through, right? They'd go home and then I would get B team. They were like zombies, like literally zombies. Cause it's almost like coming back from weeks vacation, brother. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, <laughs> yeah. it takes a day or two to kind of acclimate again. And nothing against anybody. It's just, it's human nature, right? You, you've been sleeping yeah. in for a week. Like you're not getting up at five in the morning. You're getting up at eight o'clock in the morning. Right? So that was happening every time I get a team returning, it would literally take them three days to get back into the groove of things. And then I was losing them again. So it was, it was so <laughs> counterproductive, but yet that, that's the kind of space we're in. So I look at the school system and I say to myself, you know, you're going to do this hybrid thing. And quite honestly, like these kids are going to be like zombies. Like you're going home and then now you're going to school. You work a full-time job. Your wife works a full-time job. How do you manage babysitting? How do you manage? Yeah, that's like, the thing, right? yeah. Like who's going to watch the kids? Like I don't know that we're thinking all this through other than saying, you know what? We just got to you know, pull the cord and say, just let them go back. Just let them go back. Yeah, my wife, she works part-time. Yeah. Now, when the kids go back to school, she's not going to be able to go back to work. Yeah. So she's going to lose them. She's going to lose that money just like we did back in March when they they shut down the country. Yeah. Like in, in yeah. jobs, you weren't able to go back to work. So right. with her, she's going to have to now stay at home, not right. go to work. Right. And then we stop missing out. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to do what you got to do to, you know, your kid has to learn. Right, right. You're not going to you're you're have your kid grow up being a, a dodo. You right, know? right. You, obviously, you want to keep your kid. But even on the adult end of it on the parenting side of it you know i think there's something it's this speaks to something that you know if you're a housewife or a house dad right or you're you're a home parent mom or daddy the one you know there are certain things that you do with with your life that give you that rewarding feeling you know what i mean wherever whatever it may be but when you work that that i believe that that reward comes from you know what every day i get up i go to work i do my thing i earn and i come home and i celebrate with my family right you're also losing that you know so even the parents that were going to work and had careers right and we're going to work now you're forced to make a compromise where you know in your case joe you're like listen i'm making the majority of 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 our finances i go to work and you're going to stay home and like a lot of people are forced to do that but i think the Uh impact that that has on the family and just normalcy right i mean just i mean we all like to get in the house well i mean look in your case you know you work your wife work now say both your kids are young and they're gonna go now they're going through this what do you guys do right exactly like does who gives up their career right right. can your job in your job accommodate for you And even the same thing, like, does it make sense to pay somebody to watch my kid? Right. Because now I'm going, now I'm working to pay for somebody to watch my kid. It doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's half a dozen of one, six of another. But I mean, that's really the space that we're in, you know, and it kind of leads us into the next topic, Joe, and talking about, you know, these kids and them going back to school. And of course, you know, again, not that I want to play both sides here, but I also see the dangers to our elderly folk. Like, I know that, you know, our senior citizens 
obviously are more at risk at this uh, because of obvious reasons. You know, people that are mm-hmm. older are more susceptible to, to ailment. But in this case, let's talk about, you know, Governor Cuomo for a quick second. And I think oh, it, I think God. it's, I, you know, what I think it's very important, bro. I, I know it's kind of shifting <laughs> a little bit here, but, you know, I think it's very important to realize, you know, I think there's a lot of information out there and there's a lot of decisions that are being made. In this case, Governor Cuomo, you know, in the height of, of the coronavirus, I, I believe what was happening is a lot of these elderly people. And you know what? And I just, and I never want to tell a story out of tale and I give everybody credit where their credit is due. But in this case, I know that they were quite aware that the nursing homes, that was like for one of the first things I remember hearing, like, hey, they're not allowing anybody in, they're not allowing anybody out. Like older people are very susceptible to this. Like they don't want to spread this. But in this case, he ordered in total over 6,000 seniors they're saying that he's directly responsible for re- returning them to the nursing. So, so for example, you got Corona. They send you to the hospital. You're treated for Corona. And then they were sending them right back to the nursing home again and infected now, everybody. Wait a minute. So Trump sent them over a boat yeah. for them to put yes. people on. Yes. But there was a mistake. Still, there was a mistake. Did you not hear the mistake? There was a mistake. And you know what the funny thing was is I only heard it once. And it was that they accidentally transported three people to the ship and all three people were COVID positive. And at that point, they made an announcement that they were going to make the ship COVID as well. Because if you remember correctly, the ship was never going to be for COVID. The ship's intent was for recovery. recovery. Right, exactly. And in this case, they actually inadvertently sent three people to the ship. And at that point, once once you break quarantine... They're like, well, we're just going to make it real quick. I got a small, I got a clip that I'm going to play for us real quick. And it's Cuomo. You know what? I don't want to upset anybody, but when you hear it, it kind of resonates a little bit. But this is, this is what he had to say. Who can we prosecute for those deaths? Nobody. Nobody. Mother Nature, God, older people, vulnerable people are going to die from this virus. We can't keep everyone alive. There you go. That's what he said. That's what he well, said. He's right. You're not from this yep. virus. You're not going to keep everybody you're not, alive. You're not. But you're not. you know what you're going to do is not send recovering I into think, a. Right, right. You're not going to send them in the, into a nursing home where they're more susceptible. To right. Anything. Right. And I think that's a direct decision. You know, if the president makes a decision that actually costs people lives, we have to make them accountable. If anyone, well, according right? to the Democrats, he, he, he did. He did. He didn't act soon enough, <laughs> and he's not telling. He's not wearing masks, you know, like, honestly, do you really need to have the president come on TV and tell you to wear Uh, a mask? No, because I can tell you right now, listen, this whole thing, when this whole thing started before they even shut down the country and I, and I started and we all started seeing, oh man, cases, cases, they're starting to come into America, you know? So me, I didn't sit there and wait for somebody to tell me. That I have to wear a mask. I started wearing common a mask. Sense. Yeah, common sense kicks in, right? You know why? Because I see it on TV and I see the people right. in Europe. Right. What are they all doing? Wear yep. masks. Masks. China, well, they all wear, they always wear masks. masks. But you see it and then you see the doctors coming on TV and interviews and saying, oh, yes, this virus is really bad. Da, da, da. And what are they doing? They wear masks. So guess what? Yep. I started getting me some masks. Yep. I got me some surgical masks. I rolled up, and I'm not going to say who, but they know who they are if they listen to the podcast. Thank you, right? I Thank roll you. up, and I'm wearing my mask. And I'm at the dumpster at work, and all of a sudden I get, hey, you look ridiculous uh, wearing that mask. You know that mask doesn't do anything. I said, really? It doesn't? Really? I said, well, why is all the doctors and, and my doctor and everybody else, because I am I got asthma. Right. So right. I, I need to look out for myself. I'm like, so why are they telling me to wear a mask? 
well, the CDC doesn't say to wear a mask. I don't need a CDC to tell me to wear a mask. <laughs> right, just look around, I know man. Common sense look at I Italy. What's going on? Look in at the Italy. World. Like Italy was the yeah. first sign, man. Like everybody was dying in Italy. Everybody. I I know when I when I see something wow. going on wow. and I see a trend going here, like yeah. I don't need. Oh, so the somebody CDC. actually went up to you and said that to you. That's uh, you know what? No one no one's done that to me yet. No one's done that to me yet. Where I felt like I was actually being questioned as to why. Because I mean, for me, I guess now it's the obvious. I mean, well, you, this was all when it right. That's what I'm saying. You, you, yeah, you, you, nobody you, knew what the hell to do. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, and everybody you, was just like, "All right, germs." Right, you're you ahead know, of the curve. Everybody started running out and yep. grabbing toilet paper at the time, <laughs> and I'm sitting there trying to <laughs> disinfectants and, and cleanings, and I'm sitting there going, "Man, I could." Go- Freak this, man. If I need toilet paper, I could always go grab an old shirt, go right, outside. Man. Right, you know? And now, dude, and nobody got a hose for. And nobody cares about toilet paper now. Nobody gives. Nobody. No. Like, right? I was gonna. But say it's that. like I don't need a president to tell me this. I don't need somebody. And I feel sorry for people that really do depend on. It really is. It's like cattle. Hey, they're listen, all. They're all looking to hit. What With is one it? cow's got what a is, bell, right? The ding, ding, the bell, right? The cow bell. How come? How come one dog can contain a herd of sheep? How right. can how can one dog do that with a herd of sheep? Fear, fear, right. and that's right. what that and that's what's yep. going on in the news. That's it, man. In social media, you nailed they're it. They're all feeding into fear. You nailed fear. it. You nailed fear. it. You nailed fear. it. If you like, have, don't live in, yep. you listen. You got one life to live. That's it. Okay. Yes. You you want to be you want to be cautious. So and, go ahead. This wear your mask. But live your, your life. But you live your life. Joe, you know where I'm going to be this weekend? I'm, my family and I, my my wife and my son. My daughter can't make it, but the three of us, we're going to go hike up Mount Washington this weekend. That's what we're going to do. Oh, we're going to drive. I was I was in New Hampshire a week ago we had an amazing weekend i'm going back up it's again nice. we're gonna, it's nice up yeah there. man we're gonna hike up the mountain we're gonna spend the whole weekend together and we're gonna and we're just gonna enjoy it and Good you know for you. We, hey i even told my wife i said hey listen the flights are so cheap yeah why don't we just go down to florida or even go to go to disney for for three days why not why not? The flights are like sixty bucks. Why not? It's Do really, it, it yeah. really is. It's like a sixty dollars a person. Where yeah. the heck do you ever find a flight right. under five hundred dollars? You don't with your luggage and everything included. You don't. Like, come you on. don't. You don't. And, and you, you see people out. People are out still doing, living their lives. They got the mask on. They got their, their hand sanitizer yep. on. Yep. Everybody's, you know, properly socially distanced. Yeah. You yeah. can still live your life. Absolutely. I think everybody, I think everybody's, don't live in fear. Yes, everybody's actions is having impact. I think everybody who's wearing masks and using hand sanitizer, people are less sick. So they're not spreading you it as much. Yeah, yeah. I think we're in better shape now than we were before. But again, I, I just refuse to lay down and die. I, I do it, bro. I play softball. I'm on a softball team. I, if I yeah. play two games a week, like I am living my my life and i and i'm, I'm going to continue to do so because i bro i'm in my 40s man i'm not going to look back at this time and be like oh man gee i sat around and did nothing all those years because the government told me so you know what the government's going to say a lot of things the government has said a lot of things if i remember correctly al gore like 12 look we, we shouldn't even be here right al gore said that the world was going to yeah, end in 12 years 12 years we weren't gonna and here we are bro we're thriving everything's still going and we even have a coronavirus to go along with it you know what i mean like it's every you know, 10 years right? every 10 years we're gonna die you know what dude you go even the go world back. is gonna end let's let's go back to 
to, to, to 9-11, right? 9-11, like that was it, the end of the world, right? Oh my God, airplanes flying into buildings. It was the end of the world. We couldn't imagine if anything possible could be worse. And and then here we are dealing with coronavirus. You know what I mean? And and we're, and we're still dealing with and all we these... were more united yeah, man. Then, yeah. than we are right than now. we are right now. And we and need each other more now. That's crazy, right? Yeah. You know, like yeah. Yeah. something like that had to bring us all together. Yep. Regardless it of didn't matter. It didn't matter, race, bro. Yep. Skin yep. color. Yeah. It didn't matter. You we know, were all on one, till this one day, page saying somebody's attacking us. Yep. Until this day, one of the most just vivid images in my mind is shortly after that both the towers collapsed and it, you couldn't tell who was black and who was white. Everybody was literally just doused in concrete dust and dirt and debris, and it there was no color. There was it was people no. carrying people away from danger. That's all you saw. That's all you could see. And the idea that we could possibly get back to that, I would hope. But you know what, man? When you have rhetoric out there, and and, and you know what? And I'll say it. We were talking about it, and I, I had it in the show notes. They were not going to celebrate. They were not going to shine the lights for the 9-11 memorial. That was yeah, canceled. No, no. Can you believe that? Who would even suggest? Who would even suggest that we do not remember that infamous day in our history that changed every single one of us forever? Who? I want to hear the guy who rose his hand or a woman who rose his hand and said, hey, yeah, I don't think we should have the 9-11 memorial this year. I don't think we should. Yeah, we don't want. And you know, their excuse was not safe for the workers. <laughs> They're all going to be sitting there. Uh, setting these lights up. Uh, well, don't these workers work with each other yeah, every day? Man, and didn't you yeah, just have the Macy's Fourth yeah. of July? You had you right. you were laying fox off for for Fourth of July for the Macy's. Right. right. And now what? In a few weeks, you're gonna have the v- you're gonna be hosting the VMAs. But we can't right. shine a light to remember what happened on 9/11. Right. When the when the country was on our uh, left leg. Yeah. And then all Literally. of a sudden we Literally. all right. came together and we were united as one. It didn't matter who you were. Right. I'm picking you up out of that building. Did it matter? Building just it fell didn't on matter. You. Yep. I'm going to bring you to safety. Yep. It didn't matter. If it didn't matter. You, who you voted for, yep. what religion you are, what yep. skin tone color you are. Yep. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. I'm risking my life to help you, brother. We're going right. to help. Yep. We're going to help each other out. Yep. And, and you was... know what? I, I, I go around Doing, doing the same thing. I don't care if I see a, somebody in a fire, you know, there's a house fire or something. Help me, help me, help me. My yep. my kids are in the house. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to go and, yeah, I'm I'm like try you, and get in there and I'm try like and you. help them out. I'm, I'm like not you. Gonna sit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter. It, it's a human It's a human life. But yeah. When it all comes down to it, that is the problem with the world right now. Yep. There is no value for the human life. No, there isn't. There isn't. There isn't. And there I, is I, no value. Yeah. Hey, I yep. hate you because you you like Trump. I'm going to beat you up. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat you down. I'm going to yep. run you over. Yep. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that because I don't like your, your political views. Through the political views, man, I've seen people that growing up are no longer friends because of who right. they voted for right. their political yeah. Who right. the hell cares? Yeah, seriously. Like it doesn't but it, listen, that's just that's just one part of a person. Yeah. But people take it you to it to, they, they, but they take it to the extreme. They're taking it to yeah. a point where if you're not in line with my political views, that that means you don't care about me, that you don't care about my feelings. Right. And the, the I think the, the the probably the biggest mistake that you could make in your life. I think honestly, and this is this is a PSA for everyone. The biggest mistake that you can make in your life is thinking that the person in front of you gives a shit if you if if you respect their ideas or not. They they don't care. I don't care if you. Yeah. That's where. Oh well, if you don't like what I think, then 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 I don't respect you. Listen, if you think 
that I care whether or not I have your respect? I don't. I don't. If you're not someone that I care about or someone that I love or in my professional realm, like if you're on Twitter and you say, well, if you, you know what, man, nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I care when it affects me and my family. Absolutely. I'm with you, man. Other than that, I don't give a that's it. Like Biden, if nope. you like Trump, yeah, if whatever, you like man. Obama, yep. if you yep. like anything good for you. like that. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Yep, good for you. But hey, let's let's go grab a yep. beer. I'm glad you're involved. Like if anything at all, like yep. I'm glad that we can have a conversation. I am yeah. I am all about you let's can agree talk to about it. Yeah? And still be friends. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And unfortunately, even the other night, bro, I was having a conversation with a millennial. And I only say millennial because he's a millennial and and, and he's young, but he's a smart kid. He is. He's a smart kid, but he was brought up in a school system that taught him otherwise. Like there is no, like him and I were having a conversation and he, you know, obviously, you know, they say that United States COVID, if we look at the numbers, like for example, like kids back in 97,000 kids were tested for COVID, all of this. so, So obviously we have more positive cases of covid but we also have to keep in mind that we're doing the most testing we're, yeah. we, like brazil oh brazil yeah you know what brazil has an, an undocumented number of covid cases because they're not testing the way that we are testing i talk to people they're like yeah i'm on my fourth covid test i'm on my fifth covid test like everybody's getting tested so obviously the numbers are going to reflect that so when they use that information like that to you know maybe tone or come up with some type of rhetoric i I, I just I, I get a little frustrated with it and I don't I don't follow I won't go down that hole with you I'm just not gonna do it yeah. you want to talk facts with me that's fine but don't make corona the reason why you're not gonna vote for Trump or the reason why you're gonna vote for Biden because quite honestly a pandemic I mean really I, I understand that and I'm not saying I'll say this and I'll say it carefully I understand that Donald Trump is making decisions yes I give him I believe that he does make decisions but I believe that he also has people in his administration that are making decisions for for him saying, hey, man, this is the best thing for you to do. And he takes yeah. credit for it. Anybody who's out there who thinks that this guy is making every single decision on his own by himself, you're in the wrong game. You're like, you're not even, in yeah. the, you're not even in the realm. Like, guys, I can see him. I can see him doing the businesses, yep. like the business portion yep. of like him. Yep. Dealing with China, yes, and Mexico, yes. Yep. And, you know all these yeah. other countries, yeah, and, and, and like the stock deal. market and, and how that's going to affect the market and all. But I can see yeah. him being smart in that. But I can also he's a see businessman. I can see is. him looking over at Deborah and over at Dr. Fauci and saying, "Hey, listen, what what do you think? What should we do? Right? right? The that, that's general, what you right? would hope he's doing. I hope so, man. I hope so because you know he's he's taking the experts of. He's taking the the word from these experts. Yeah. And you know what I think? You know, honestly, you know what I think? I think he's doing the same exact thing that Biden would be doing, that Obama would be doing, and yeah. that Bush would be doing. But they would and, be they would be more politically correct. Yes. And they would promote wearing masks. Yes. And, yes. And promote staying in the house. Yes. And living in fear and, and yep. rat on your neighbor that's having a par- a barbecue yep. with family members. That's what a Joe Biden would do. That sense of entitlement, like that, you know, I can do whatever I want. I can say whatever I want. You know, the perfect example of that is de Blasio. Like I forgive me for saying it, man. There are I have a short list of people like Barbara Streisand. Like there's, there's a short list of people, and de Blasio is on that list. He really, really is. Because, you know, here is someone who I think is so pig headed, so arrogant, and presents himself as something that I don't believe is good for anybody, let alone people who live in New York. The greatest city in the world, brother. How can you break? How can you break the greatest city in the world? And I can tell you, call call Blasio up, right? Call him up and say, hey man. 
how do I ruin a city? Because he's managed to do so. So, the you know, obviously, it's not news to anybody. You know that they painted the Black Lives Matter right in front of Fifth Avenue, Trump, Trump Tower, Tower, right? So come to find out, you know, I was got, going through some stuff, doing some research, and uh, I come across this artist. This guy's name is Scott Labedo. And he's, from what I understand, he's a very famous modern artist, you know, in New York. He's from, you know, the, you know he's actually, he's in the boroughs, he's Bronx, you know what I mean? Like, he is a New Yorker. And as a matter of fact, on August 22nd, they're having this huge rally at the uh, City Hall in Manhattan. He's been promoting this, and he was actually on a, a news article that I was reading. And turns out, what he did is, he decided that he was going to do something similar to what was done with the Black Lives Matter movement. But in this case, I thought he did it a little more tasteful. And what he did was he actually drew a blue line right down the middle of Fifth Avenue. Like there's a middle island where you walk in between traffic and he did just a straight blue line all the way down, right? No problem. Get out there with his roller and he, and he paints this all out. Well, doesn't he get a letter in the mail from the city and it says, and it literally tells him to cease and desist and that he needs to remove that blue line right away. And, and, and if not, he will be prosecuted. So right away, of course, this makes the news big deal, big deal, big deal. And they actually ask de Blasio, they ask Bill de Blasio and say, well, why is it you're making him remove it? And de Blasio's reply was he didn't file a permit for it, right? He just went out there and did it. So then obviously they asked de Blasio, well, did you, did you file a (laughs) permit for, for what you did? And I, I just happen to have that right here. I decided to do with the Black Lives Matter murals transcends all normal realities because we are in a moment of history where this had to be said and done. But the normal process continues for anyone who wants to apply. So do as I yeah do as I say. Don't do as I do. Right? Like he's above the law. I don't need to pull a permit. I can do whatever I want. But don't you think for one second that you're going to do it? Right? So so that's the mindset, Joe. That's the those are the people. Those are the people that are running that great city into the ground. Literally, well, you, see, in you see the people like the Seattle. Yeah, man. Same thing. You know, you Jerkin, see, you same see the, thing. Yep. You see the same yep. thing. It's, it's yep. power hungry. Yep. That's exactly what it is, man. You and know it, what I'm saying? And it's almost, you, you almost, like there's a disconnect. You see them yeah. speaking on television, but who are they talking to? Who is there? Who is the audience? Because me, I'm looking at that and I'm infuriated by that. Right. Because how dare you go on television and tell everyone, well, I'm the mayor. (laughs) I do whatever I want. You know what I mean? So that's just the way it is. So, no, we can't. Listen, this isn't the mafia. Right. This is a good fellas, man. You're not right. Those days are over, man. That doesn't exist anymore. You just can't go ahead and do what the hell you want and then not hold everybody else to the same standard as you. You know what I mean? Shame on you, de Blasio. Shame on you, man. That just makes me crazy. Because you know what? That has happened to you, Joe. That's happened to Mm -hmm. me. That's happened to any hardworking American that's out there. Like, we've been a victim to that same type of mindset. You know what I mean? Well, you you know what? I do it. Doesn't mean you can do it, right? You know? It's all about who you know. and and Right? And I just can't get past that, man. It just literally makes me crazy. Crazy, crazy, and there's only. It's one all in, about who you know in this yeah, world. You yeah. know that. Oh, absolutely. And you know, there's only one other mm-hmm. person. There's only one other person that could make me even a little more crazy than than De Blasio. And AOC. A, Lightfoot, bro. I, <laughs> Lightfoot. Oh man, can, have you heard this yet? Have you heard this yet? Like, so, so this is Lightfoot's reply <laughs> to, to to Donald Trump when a question, a legitimate question, is asked. It was a legitimate question. And this is how she replies. Donald Trump's comment last night was profoundly dangerous. 
And we must stand in firm solidarity and say this is totally unacceptable, no matter who is the speaker. And folks, we see the game he's playing because it's so transparent and he's not very good at it. He wants to show failures on the part of Democratic local leaders to throw red meat to his base. His goal is to polarize, to destabilize local government and inflame racist urges. And we can absolutely not let him prevail. And I will code what I really want to say to Donald Trump. It's two words. It begins with F and it ends with U. There you go, brother. It begins with an F and it ends with a U. There you go. That's the, that, that, that's, that's the mayor. That's the mayor. That's the mayor telling the president to go fuck himself. Like I, yeah, I, she's she's yeah. upset because she let her yeah. her state run to, run down into the toilet, and all these Democrats part of the stimulus bill. Yep. Yep. Oh, we need to throw some money into these state these yes. uh, states yes. so that way right. they can rebuild. Well, and by her choice, and back those to your, governors yep. and those mayors yep. let their yes. let their and, state go. And it was to back shit. to your original point, Joe, when you said it. It's fear. You let these people eat themselves from the inside out, where people are scared. And you know what they started talking about? They're like, oh well, you know, uh, we feel that. They, you know, they're in the cities and they're ripping apart the cities, but now they're actually they're they're going into the the residential areas. So, now they care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they care. Wait a minute. Well, you can you can you can rip apart the city, but you can't come into my residential neighborhood, right? Like, and now they're actually saying that that's happening. And so now that that's happening, of course, they're asking the questions and they're saying, well, is there a, is there a chance that these people could end up in the neighborhoods, right? Like now, now you're home and all of a sudden a home invasion. Mm-hmm. So they, they ask, you know, and it was a reporter and I don't want to, I don't want to put this out of context, but the reporter asked David Brown, the Chicago police superintendent, they asked him that exact question. And this was his reply. And of course, Lightfoot would never allow him to answer a question on his own, but, but just, just give this, give this a quick listen. It, it almost, sounds as though you're saying this is the reason we have it is because the courts and the prosecutors were not doing their job that they were going too easy on the looters from the last time around is, uh, don't, don't take it from me just go by what's been done I'm just asking I, I don't, I don't want to do your job for you but just go by what's been done there was there were no consequences for the people arrested so what he's saying what they're saying is a lot of these looters are people that should have been arrested. They mm-hmm. should have been arrested. They should have been put in jail, but they weren't. For whatever reason, they were allowed to just be let go, right? So now these people are coming. Look, so you know they go. They went into the you know the Foot Locker and they, they went into and they robbed all this shit, right? And they got away with it. So now they're coming back again, right? So that's well, the, no wait. Right? They went so, into Foot Locker. They didn't go to like the grocery <laughs> store, like AOC said, nah, and said that these looters those are, are petty, doing it because, petty crimes, bro. Yeah, petty crimes. Yeah, because they, they need yeah. to feed their family because yeah. they're not getting yeah. any money. None of that, bro. It was none of that. It was okay. literally okay. just this. It was them ignoring okay. this, thinking that it was going to go away on its own, and it ended up biting me in the face. And then this is the reply. This is the finish on this one. Don't bait us, okay? No, I, I, just, is, no, I, I was asking. Do, not, do not bait us. Don't, do not bait us. This is a serious situation. People are concerned about their safety. Officers are concerned about their safety. So don't bait us. What we're saying is, as a result of what happened last night, there have to be consequences. We've got teams of people that are aggressively out there identifying the people responsible, looking at the the plates, and we're going to bring them to justice. But when we do, and we do make those arrests, our expectation is that this is going to be treated with a level of seriousness that it should be, period. 
Don't try to bait us, mischaracterize, pit one against the other. We're not playing that. I didn't hear we're any of that. We're in a serious situation here, and we need a serious response. That's what we're saying. A serious response, ma'am? A serious response? Really? Yeah. A serious response? He's, he's asking you. He's asking you a serious question. Right, a serious question. How is it that these people were con- were allowed to continue to loot over and over again? That was a, yeah. It wasn't a baiting question. He didn't bait you. He asked you a legitimate question. And it, because it wasn't a question that, that you wanted to answer, right? Like you you didn't want to tell the no, truth. No, she didn't, she right, didn't right, want the answer no, right, to Right, exactly. Out. Oh, so, oh, don't bait us. Don't. So you, and then, of course, yeah. it's, it's the whole political. If you heard there, she said nothing. She absolutely said nothing. No. Like it was all and after that. And it's, that's what they, these these uh, left wing yep. nuts are, are great yeah. at. Just asking a question that, that seems Ask to an address. Answer. You got another question? Yes, I do. You, you talked a little bit about it, but several questions have come in. You know, how do you convince people uh, and businesses downtown that it's safe to be here? So we explained that we're committing uh, our off days of our officers are canceled. Officers are committing to working 12-hour shifts to not only protect the downtown, which is important, but just as important are our neighborhoods so we can have enough resources there to it is, the neighborhoods. Uh, obviously anticipate what happened before. Once we take care of downtown, then the looters before back in May and June went to the neighborhood retail areas uh, to commit uh, looting. So we're anticipating all that and committing to enough resources to our downtown and to our neighborhood areas to protect both because, because both are important is, <laughs> is there intelligence to suggest that the neighborhoods are being targeted or will there it be targeted? is no, the precursor to what happened before he won't answer the question night. and he doesn't That's and he doesn't answer the question he doesn't answer yeah, his question his, his boss is standing right there right and how and you, you would imagine the the fear you would instill right because it's it's okay, right? Everybody, I'm watching it on television. It's okay. It's not in, right. It's not in my backyard. It's not. It's not here, right? Because if it was in your backyard, you'd be doing just like that last guy did. You'd be holding a gun in your hand, trying to protect yourself from somebody, right? That that's 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 the truth in the matter all of, of all of this. And you turn around and you just you spin everything and you talk in circles and you say absolutely nothing. And the truth of the matter is, guys, if you don't do anything about this. Again, you know, Steve mentioned it in the last podcast, in episode 40. He goes, it took one guy to throw one brick. That's it. That yep. one guy threw the one brick, and then that's it. It's like everybody's throwing yeah. bricks. They're throwing shit. They're throwing bo- It's And that's this is the same thing. Once you realize, hey, wait a minute. The, the, they don't really care about the, the, the downtown anymore, right? They don't, Everything's burnt down. Nobody gives a shit. Where are we going next? Well, we're going to go to Mr. Smith's house, Mrs. Smith's house. We're going to go to Mr. Brown's house and Mrs. Brown's house. And what are they going to do? What's in? People gonna they're going to do gonna, they're gonna and what care, they are, what, right? They're, ter- they're terrorists. Yeah, they, that's they, what they're they, doing. They're, they just pulled. They people. pulled that guy out of the truck. You see the beating they gave that guy. Yeah, I saw that. Did yeah, you saw. see that? How do you right? Mm-hmm. So, so what's your message? What, what is it? What are you telling people? What is your What is your message? You're in the streets. You're ripping people out of their vehicles, and you're giving them dirty beatings. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, that's fine. Now explain to me how does that change the world? How does that's, that make me a better person? How does that make you a better person? How does that make us a better country? Because this is no longer about what it was originally about. Nah, man. It's really you not, got no, You got not. other organizations within another organization. So you got Black Lives Matter, which yep. I, I totally agree with. Yep. You know, I, I agree with that movement. Of course, right. But yes, now, yes, right, right. What's right. happening is, is 
they're getting a black eye because now you got these other groups yes. blending in yep. with the mark and they're the ones that are antagonizing the police officers yep. and causing destruction yep. and it gives the Black Lives Matter organization the group a bad name. It sure does. Because every time you see it on TV, Black Lives Matter is peaceful protests. It yep. was peaceful until you had one person out of, and I don't believe it's 100% all of these buildings being broken down and and these fights are breaking out and, and cops are, are being attacked with laser pointers and stuff yeah, like that. I man. have no doubt about it. It's not 100% black life. No, matter. it's not. It's orchestrated. It, it's dusty. It's like, orchestrated. Yeah, it's orchestrated. It's Antifa, written. Yes. And yes, all it takes is just yes. a few of them to antagonize the police yeah, officers. True, What's man. the police officer going to do? Yeah, right. right they got to pounce. Right, right. And then once they pounce, then you get these other groups. Right. you got Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And guess what? You're, you're Now you're fighting of movement they look at it as oh you're fighting our movement yep you, you're doing exactly what we're protesting right, against right and it, and, it, and it's all in the name of an idea that just isn't changing anything bro it just make it's making things worse the idea has always been me raised i always respect i know you joe same i've known you for a long time joe you respect people. I'm not. I have yeah. no reason to to not respect you until you give me a reason to not respect you. And I think we've lost sense of that. I think you know the age of the internet, the age of Twitter, the age of social media, literally desensitizes everyone to reality. Mm-hmm. To the fact that you know what, like you know what, man, I've taken a couple of shots to the head from my mother. You know what I mean? Like I knew. I screwed up when I was getting a backhand. You know what I mean? I knew, you know, like when the broomstick, like I knew though, that doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen. Nobody respects anybody. Brother, we live in a culture. We live in a culture. God forbid. And I say this, right? And everybody be like, oh, God forbid, you know, and and not that I'm promoting it or that I'm a fan, but God forbid you smack a kid in the ass, man. You can't even say Mm -hmm. that. You can like, I can't even say that. Like I have to, I have to say, this is just, you just pretend like if you would smack a kid in the ass, I mean, Guys, here I am. Joe, here you are. You know, how many smacks in the ass did you take, bro? I, I took a couple, man. I took a couple of shots to the head, bro, where, where I, I, I forgot my smacks. name. Yeah, I forgot my name, bro. I thought my name was Steve for a week. You know what I mean? Like they, Your mom your mom was your mom's Portuguese. My oh, mom was Portuguese. Oh, it wasn't just a smack. Shush. You got you got it was syllables. Down. It was whatever the syllables were. You if got it, a shoe. Yep. You got whatever yep. my mom could grab yep. her hand yep. on. Yep. Room or whatever. Yep. Yep. She's coming. Yep. And every vowel and syllable. It was always shot, wait shot. until your father yep. gets home. Oh, yeah, man. You, wait until your father gets home. Beating number two. Yep, beating number two. <laughs> <laughs> and again, if that's what it took, that's what it took, man. But uh, here we are. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to say this out loud. I think we were and are a strong generation. I really do. I think we are a strong generation. I think we have the right mindset. I think we can make great things happen. But I believe, I honestly believe that we are bonded by our own creation. I believe that we've we've raised a generation of of people that have been taught with different ideas although we live together right we're in the same house we live together we you know you're my kid I'm your you're my, I'm your parent but the people that are having the most impact in your life day to day in the school systems are the ones that are shaping the minds of these people and have shaped yeah. the minds of these people and unfortunately Joe I think it's too late I think we finally realized hey wait a minute what was in that social studies book what was it what were you teaching our kids right what what were they learning we had no idea and meanwhile here we are now figuring it out that they they were they were taught to not respect their history. That's that's exactly well, what it was. Right. So here's the thing: they're, they're teaching. So it's just like the Bible. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I yep. can read it. You could read it. Yep. Interpretation. Ten other people could read it. So it's how you go, what church you go to, and you listen to the priest and how they yep. tell you yep. about it, right? Yep. So this is the same thing. It, I mean, the, one of the school, most most interpreted the books in the world. The Quran is one of the most misinterpreted books in the world. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're yep. the most one. It, 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 you know, Islam's is one of the most peaceful yes. religions out yes. there. Yes. But you got the Quran. Yep. And you know it teaches hate yes the jihad the holy war right yep yep yeah yep and then here we but, are and you have a whole generation to, to your point Joe, you have a whole generation like what, what, what was isis isis was a generation that was bred the isis wasn't on the those, Quran, yeah, yeah they weren't trained these were they weren't trained they were bred these these, yeah. these were kids that were taught to hate the western world man that right that that, that was it that's all they knew mm-hmm. that's all they knew so I think the teachers, what they're doing, they're teaching our history and social studies and all that. They're teaching it, but they're teaching it, yeah. And then they're giving their opinion yeah. on it. Yeah. And I can tell you yep. right now, yeah. My son came home. Uh, I don't know if he was in second grade. Maybe he was in second grade at the time. He came home and he was like, "Trump is the worst president. He is." Bad. Mm. He is bad. Obama was the best president we have ever had. And I said, "Oh yeah, who told you that?" And he said, oh, my teacher told me that. I said, oh, really? I said, so your teacher's telling you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you get, man. I, that, that's no, the one thing as, I hate at about that age, Joe, At that age, Joe, at that age, at that age. Don't teach, don't teach your opinion. Right. Don't put your thoughts, your opinions right. on my child. You should be reading teach Dr. What's Seuss. There. Dr. What's Seuss. What's in the handbook? Yep. Teach it. Yep. yep. Teach it. Don't, yep. they don't need to know right. this and that. When they get older, Yep. And, you know, when they get into the history, they can see, yes, Columbus, Columbus came here and took the, stole the land. Yep. You know, you can make that, that assumption. Yes, he was, he was, that was bad. Yep. Yep. But yep. we were we wouldn't be where we are today. Right. 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 And, right? and just never, like history, and never, any president, yes. any war that we've been in. Yes. Granted. Yes. Yes. Was it bad? Yep. Yes. Always. But are we, always. But, are we not the greatest country in the world? We are. And Why, Joe, if and we are so bad, there's so much racism going on. Mm-hmm. This, con- this country is so bad. Why is the people trying to flood into our country always. out of their country? Always, always, always. Why? Always. Why if, if it's yep. so bad here, why is it that you got people from other countries trying to get into our country right. for a better life? Every day, bro. Every day. And they're risking you know their and they're risking their lives to get here. And they're risking right. and they're leaving socialist countries. Our parents, my parents, came from Portugal. Socialism. They, they Socialism, right. Yeah. They they came here for democracy. That's why they like you know what I mean. That, that was it was always yeah. the dream, the American dream, to come here and have opportunity. And that's why people come here. But when right. your kids are being taught things like that and told things like that at that age, man, it, I believe it's so impactful. A teacher, a kid looks at a teacher and. You know, yeah. my, my, you know what? My parents, right? My mom and dad, you know, they're, they're the world to me, right? And they're telling me that I'm, I, I should listen to you and that, you know, I, I need to, I need to pay attention to what you're saying and I need to, I need to behave and right. All of those things that you yeah. instill in your kid. Meanwhile, you're setting the stage for your kid to be absolutely. And I, and I, and I, excuse me for saying it, but literally, um, just, just literally brainwashed, bro. Just, and, you know, you know, granted, maybe he may go down as best. who mm-hmm. knows? 
You, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? But right, as right, of right, right now, yeah, you but can't say that. That's, that's not a conversation you're having with face. a six-year-old. Yeah, you're not, you're not having that's a That's a slap in the yeah. face of all the past yeah. presidents yeah. 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 to now. Yeah. You that's, know what I'm saying? That, that's a, you, that's, a, you, that's an you, ignorant you, statement. It is. It's an ignorant you statement. Can't, you it can't. Is. Yeah, it is. It's and an ignorant just, statement. Just about too long ago, I was watching a video on my phone, yeah. and the Antifa was attacking, and you 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 know you hear it, and, and they're chanting Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. Yeah. So my daughter, she's sitting at the table. She goes, if I was there, I would be chanting all lives matter. So guess what I had to do? What? I had to have a talk with my kids yep. and say, you're right. All lives matter. But at the same time, the Black Lives Matter group, their organization is on a movement right now because yes. black the black community is not being treated fairly. Right. They are not getting the same rights yes. as yes. you or I or anything like that. And Perfect. that's been going on. Perfect. For years yes. and years and years. Yes. So yes, you're right. Yep. All lives matter. Yep. And now your but kids are looking lives, at you. Yeah, right. The only reason why they're doing it and they're saying Black Lives Matter is because yes, Black Lives Matter. Right. They are being forgotten. Right. Right. That's it, what they're it, telling. It, they're you. not they're saying they're, that all lives. There. They're not saying that all lives don't matter. They're just right. saying, hey, look, you know, we need a little right. help here. We and I right. and, and to your point, you know, and. You know, I love to hear that, Joe, because to me, like I'm, in, I'm experiencing that with you, and I can see the sparks going off in their heads, and now they're going, yeah. "All right, well, well, because tell it's me, all it's right." It's a, listen, kids are not raised. You know, you're, you're raised to be racist, or you're raised to be one way. Yep. Okay, they're not born to be racist. They're right. not born right. to look at, uh, you know, another person. Right. I always tell my kids every time, just because a person looks different doesn't mean nope. that something's wrong with right. them. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Some people have mental. They're, they're mentally challenged. Yep. Yep. Some people have different skin colors. Right. Some people speak different languages. Yep. Yep. There's nothing wrong nothing with Nothing wrong with it. That's yeah. Just that, that is just them. You don't make fun of people like nope. that. No. Nope. You don't nope. make, you, you don't look down on them. Right. You just, you, you just try to get to know that person. Once if, you if start anything, knowing Joe, the person better. It, it's a, it's an, you, yes. And it's an opportunity you, for compassion. Right. It doesn't matter. Like it, it, it doesn't matter if a person like we make fun. Of, I know we make fun of uh, Biden. Because he's got dementia. You're right. It is a little poking fun, but at the end of the day, dude, it's a serious situation. And And, I feel sorry for that. I I generally feel sorry for what these people are doing. Yep. Putting him through this. Taking advantage of him. You're right. Yes. He has no business being running for president right now. Right. And you know what, you dude? Know, and I, right and now, I people like are hearing you say that, and people are mad. People are angry. You just said that, and there are people out there right now that, that are mad. They are mad that they hear you say what you're saying. But, bro, you're absolutely right. They, right. He's just not like somebody else. You just, you know what I mean? Like I feel right. like they had so many people. Yeah, how many, man. How many people was it? Thirty plus people. It was. That were it, they, it was the most ever. They said it was the most ever in history. Right. And then even and when they were doing the debates, I think it was what eighteen people. Eighteen. They, 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 it was the most ever at a debate. Like eighteen yeah. candidates. And so you it had started this, off with like thirty people because everybody yeah. and their mother yep. was just running their name in there. Yeah. Right. Right. But right. I'm right. just saying this. Like I said, I think Bernie has a better chance. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, that's my thing. Like, like I said, I'm independent. You know, I, I see Bernie's side. I see Trump's side. You know, I don't see anything with Biden. Right. There is no you know, side. You look there, at, yeah, there you is look no at side. Biden's there is history. No side. Yeah. What does Biden's history yeah, tell yeah. me? There is no side. There is no side. There is, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, there he, is no side. Nope. He, nope. He's just at this point, he's going to tell you yep. what you want to hear yep. just to get your votes. Yep. And then when he's in office, yep. he's going to do what the hell he Dude, wants. Even as vice president. If he can. And two then terms. he's gonna he's gonna go off in the sunset and say, Done. Kamala, yep. here you go. Dude, two terms and as, you know as a vice president, and I don't remember anything he did. 
I honestly, I, I'm not. I'm not being facetious. No. I can't remember. What did he do before this? Yeah, yeah I, I he can't. Wrote the cri- nothing. He wrote the criminal act. That was it. I, I, nothing. He's done. He's been a career politician, and he's done nothing. And I think, you know what, dude? I think they're taking advantage of the fact that he's an empty shell, and they're just drop, right. They're just dropping he's a it puppet. in. Yeah, they're just he's dropping a puppet it right to in. the DNC. Right. Yeah. Now. He is a yeah. puppet. Yep. And you yep. know what's scary? Yep. And I don't know if you know this, which you should probably should, and everybody should, is if, say, he does ride off in the sunset, yep. I say six months in yep. after his presidency, after he gets sworn in and all that, yep. I say, I say by the end, by the end of the year, six months, by the end of the year, around Christmas time, he rides off in the sunset, hands the reins over to Kamala. Now, say, God forbid, something happens to Kamala. Yep. Who's your president? Oh, yeah, uh, the Speaker of the House. Nancy mm, Pelosi. Who's the Speaker of the House? Nancy Pelosi. Shoot me oh, now. Oh, my God. Dude, there's no way. There's no Could way. Could you imagine there's no, way. I, no, I cannot. her no. being your president? Nope. To be quite honest with you, Joe, I think anybody who represents the state of California in any way, shape, and form <laughs> should not be allowed to participate in any, any political race whatsoever. That's just my opinion. When your state is in such a just disarray is is a shithole like literally a shithole literally you, 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 when you make an right? app right yeah exactly yeah, right when you make where, that's where it. the yes. shit is yeah. in your state you're out you're literally out. where yeah. people poop yep that's it uh, and that, i don't think you did a good job in so, that one lone state never so, mind the rest, so that includes, the rest of the country so that includes kamala harris who was the attorney general she was the attorney general for los angeles and then she became the attorney general for the state of California. California. So, so, so yeah. she did both. She did both. And and you look at California, man, and it literally is like a war zone, brother. Yeah. It is a war zone. And I don't understand, like yeah. you said, I, you know, I, I understand the reason why he picked Kamala. Yeah. Her but record. She rated yeah. the low, yeah. lowest in the polls in the DNC. Yeah. She, she had did. Like, she had nothing. Two or 3%? Unrelatable. People could not relate with her. Relate people, to her. Yeah, no. people could not relate. The old, like I said, if you go back in history, right, and you look at that whole that whole campaign, the only night she had where people she, were, her went back and forth. That, that was it. That Joe was Biden. The, with Joe Biden. She had that one night. They said she was a shooting star, and nobody saw her coming. And, here and she, Gavin too. Yep, and Gavin too. And then that was it. And then after that, yeah. she literally fizzled out. And it was her laughing on TV, doing stupid shit, dancing. Remember, she was. It was just ridiculousness, yeah. and people just weren't. She was it. trying too hard. She was She's trying one of those way people too that hard. are trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know how you got those, those you know, you yep, get those and friends. They, and they, yeah, and they you just get your group relate. of friends, and there's yep. always one that's always trying too hard. <laughs> to, yeah, and, just, and it just doesn't else. work. That's yeah. what she is. Yeah, it just doesn't work. And it just doesn't work. And at some point, you're like, listen, no, you can't come along. We don't have an extra seat for you. So off you go. But listen, on, a, on another note, and I mean, man, I really, dude, listen, hour 44 minutes in. And a lot of topic, right? With so much substance, you and I have talked about Joe, but I want to talk about a couple of things. And you know, I, I want to go out on a good note. So there, were, there are two topics left in in this podcast that I want to talk about. Um, obviously, you know, Israel is one of them because I think that's just an amazing story there. But I, I didn't want to go through episode forty-one without talking about Cannon. And and if anybody knows, you know, recently Cannon Hinnant, who is age five of Wilson, North Carolina, mm-hmm. little boy was. Um, I mean, and this is an absolutely heartbreaking story. I have a clip, you know, and I'll warn you right now, it, in, in, in terms of audio, it is a little vulgar in the content, not so much in, in the verbiage, but um, just listening to what's taking place. And I'm just going to play a little bit of it. I mean, it's a little long, a little lengthy. I, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I just, I think it's important for you to just hear about this because I, I really want to have a really important 
conversation, Joe, when we get through this, at the end of this, I really want to ask you something. I want to get your opinion on it because I feel that this situation has been unjustly categorized and it's not fair that it's in the space that it's in. Just give us a quick listen. Hannon Hinnant, a five-year-old shot and killed in his father's front yard, has reached far beyond the Wilson County community that gathers to mourn him tonight. So this is this is the part that I just want to warn everybody. Just it's tough to hear. It's it's just tough to hear. They were just playing in the yard like any other day. Cannon had gone to church Sunday morning with his dad and sister. Everybody there just loved Cannon. And Cannon just loved riding his bike as he was doing Sunday evening in his dad's front yard on Archer's Road. His two sisters there with him. His dad, Austin Hennett, was inside when he heard the gunshot. I just scooped him up in my arms and held him and held him and I screamed and somebody helped me play, please help me save my son. God, save my son, please. Hennett looked up and saw his neighbor in the yard next door, gun in hand, pacing franticness. I, I was looking at him as I was picking up Cannon and I was so full of rage, but I couldn't leave my son's side. I just wanted to be with my son. Hennett's fiance called 911. He says his neighbor, 25-year-old Darius Sessoms, who lived with his parents, soon drove away. Police arrested Sessoms the next day, charging him with murder. Can you explain why he would shoot your five-year-old boy? I have no idea why he would kill my son in front of his two sisters, his cousins. No idea. Just the night before, Hennett says he had Sessoms over for supper. They sat on the porch, drank a beer together. So, because there was never anything between me and him, any bad blood whatsoever for him to have a reason to do this. But those last moments with Cannon, unimaginable. I can't imagine what it's like to hold your son while he's suffering from a gunshot wound to the head as his blood run down my arm. And that's... And that's that. I, I just, you know, again, I, I don't want to, I didn't want to bring everybody down, but I, I just, I, you know, I think it's so very important for people to hear that. I mean, I think we have a situation here where obviously someone outside of mental capacity, somebody who clearly is on the other side of reality, committed such a heinous act upon an innocent child. Leading to my question, Joe, and the, the point of me even playing this today, and I, again, I don't want to bring anybody down. I really don't want to. But, but, but the first thing that I heard after this situation was it, it, people aren't making a big deal because he was a small white boy shot by a black. Why isn't any? It was a black guy shooting a white boy. Why? Why aren't people enraged the same way they were with Floyd? And immediately when I heard it, it was no. I refuse to accept that, and 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 I refuse to accept it because I think these are two completely, completely different situations. And I think if you categorize these two situations, I think this is the problem with America today. I think this yeah. is the main issue where you've got two completely tragic situations, but somehow the rhetoric becomes. It was a black man shooting a white boy. It's a white cop killing a black man. And in this case, I think the two are completely outside of each other. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm asking Joe, how do you, how do you see this this situation? I see a crazy guy going out killing a kid, regardless right. of the of, of the color. Right. You killed a right. little kid. But we like, assume we are. And the same thing with we're assuming, though, right? I mean, regardless. I mean, yes. Well, I can't say regardless because, you know, the, the cop, you know, all the information about him is coming out. Yep. You know, these two had a pad and all this and that. Yep. 
Yeah, it, it yep. was deliberate. It that was deliberate. Was, they, it both, was deliberate. They're both deliberate. But I don't believe but the only thing is, is one of them. One of them obviously wasn't thinking right, and right. the other one was knowing what he was doing. One is negligent. Yeah, one is just pure negligence, right. and the other one is, I think, a psychological. And for people to say, why isn't this getting right. airplay? Why right. isn't this right. getting airplay? Right. right. Well, you know right. what? Why right. isn't getting airplay? It's a little kid, regardless right. if it was a black man. Oh, that's wait, what that's what I'm saying. Regardless, right, regardless, this is a child. It's a child. It is a child. At this point, at this point, you you got to go beyond yes. beyond yes. race or anything. Beyond like that. the the it, the, it, the easy. Yes, is a child, and you, you these know, are two completely different situations. And I think right. when we stop playing in that in that sandbox of well, you did it for this one, you didn't do it for this one. It's they're totally different. They're totally right. absolutely different. I, I, think, I agree. It should get airplay on. Yes, the national I, I do too. I do it too. Should. I do too. I do too. But I but think, the narrative is always going to be. Right. Right, because you know what we'll a find black, well, a black guy killed a five-year-old white boy. Right, exactly, and it shouldn't that's be that. That's what the narrative is going right, to be. Right, that's the narrative, but it shouldn't Why be. Why does it always have to be a color? Right, exactly, and, and exactly a that's person, and that's my point. Yeah, a person killed another person. Yes, that's yes. what happens. Right, there's an older generation out there that still sees things a little mono. You know what I mean? That you know mm-hmm. that doesn't really see you know past the, that that old way of thinking. But in a situation like this, as soon as I had that conversation, the the very first conversation and the first conversation that was made to me was well you know you had and i'm like wait a minute wait a minute that's dangerous like i'm not even buying into that i refuse to even yeah. have that conversation with you because it's don't even you, get baited don't even get baited if you want to talk about believe either me, one i believe me i do a lot of that on Facebook. i like to bait a lot of people into a lot of things half the crap that i post i don't mean most of it i just like to bait people in right and see people and go, get the reaction go crazy right me. right because my my instagram and my my facebook as you know yep two totally different screens right. going on yes, yes so i yes. Li- i like to bait people yeah. in and yep. that's what and that's what the news is trying to do and right. this is what people are trying to do they're trying to bait you in right to trying to justify well george floyd's death and this little boy's death are, you know are, are, are yeah are common and they're not and they're not and then they're both mm-hmm. tragic situations but 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 different situations it's like a bus right. crash and a plane crash they're they're, yeah. they're different they they're they're, they're they're similar, but they're but they're different. You know what I mean? And like, like you, Joe, I'm the same way with social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I separate the two. I have my personal account where you know you'll see a picture of my family, and then of course you've got the show where obviously it's all related to the show and. Right. Some of the great predictions you make, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, well, we'll we'll see if I'm. Well, I hope to God we don't get to that point. Yeah, right. You know, well, well, I'm, well. You know you what? Never like, know you, if you yeah, do. right. But, but but even still, like with with the election coming up, show, I know you're going to be on the show again, Joe. It's just a matter. I mean, and you know what? Unfortunately, we were going to have Steve on the show today, and it just it didn't work out. Unfortunately, you know, we we talked about it, and you know, I, I you know I try to build. You know, again, like I've mentioned this in the past, guys. I I, I have a full time job. Joe, you full time job. We all have full, Steve full time job. We all have full time jobs. So sometimes it's just difficult to get us together, and you know, to to put in. Yeah. And again, I always I say this, and I like to. Re- repeat it. I, it we're never going to just i'm never going to just sit here and do it just to do it like it's always going to be substance it's always going to be fire it's always going to be exactly like you know what i didn't think for one second that that that, that episode 40 was going to be any better than 41 man like this is a kick-ass episode joe absolutely fantastic brother i'm so glad 
that you are here on the show with me. I'm so glad that you and I had this opportunity to go, you know, through these topics. And, you know, again, I, I don't, the show, I don't like to make the show political because I don't, I don't consider this a political show. You know, on the norm, when, when I'm typically doing the podcast, you know what the show is. It's variety. It's got a little bit of music, a little bit of, you know, some of the history. And, and then if you talk about a little bit about current events, but in this case, I think there is so many vital situations in play right now with the country that I think it's important that we we have this platform and that we have these conversations and having you Joe having Steve on the show I think it just adds a really like just a great element of variety of opinion you know what I mean because you know what I like like you Joe I'm somewhere in the middle you know and, and I'd like to think that you know I'd like to think honestly that you're a little more level-headed than I am and I think between the three of us I think Steve would probably be the most on, on the uh, extreme side, right? So, I mean, that's fair yeah. to say, right? I think, yeah. I think between the three of us, we compliment each other in our I'm own just right. More open, you know what I mean? I, I just open minded because I want to pass judgment, especially on people that don't really yeah, know. Me too, and, man. Me you know, too. You never know what happens, I'm going to learn, we're going right? Back and forth. Yeah, you never I know. I want to hear why you why you think that way, right? And why, why do you have to make it personal? Like, that's my thing. Why do you have to, don't make it personal. Let's just have a conversation. Let's talk about your opinion and how you feel and what your, this is the key word, perception. It's all, we are all digesting the same information. It's how we're digesting it and then perceiving it. That's, it's, it's all the same for all of us, but we all apply what's good in our lives and what's good for us. And in this case, talking about life and, and just, you know, and I want to end the show on a good note, and I'm going to bring it up. The UAE, the United Arab Emirates, if anybody knows, I, you know what, Joe, I'll be honest with you. I never thought I'd see peace. I would, in Israel, like I would, I, I did you? I, I never, I didn't, I never thought that I would see, like I, I thought that I would, I would live and die my life and never see peace in that region. And here we are literally in the middle of a peace agreement. Like how cool yeah. is that, bro? The coolest thing, number one, was watching Trump cross the demilitation zone and, and shaking hands with, with North Korea leader Kim Jong-un. That to me was, that was an epic moment, regardless of how you feel. The idea that- It hasn't that, happened. Right, like that a, that a president did that. Like I was able to see that. A U.S. president. Right, US and US now we're that. talking about Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, we're talking about Palestine, we're talking about the UAE and a peace agreement, man, in the Middle East. Listen, man, you know what? If you don't want to give Trump credit, then don't give him credit. But you got to give somebody credit. This shit doesn't mm-hmm. just happen, right? These people no. have been at war since Jesus walked the earth, man, right? Right? Seriously, <laughs> exactly. like, right? Yeah. There isn't an older war. And somehow, there's, they're not dropping bombs on each other right now, brother. That's amazing. Is that not amazing? No, well, that's how all the wars have pretty much started, right? Religion. And, and now we actually have an opportunity at peace in that region. Peace. And... I don't know, man. Hopefully, yeah, right? Hopefully. I'm right? hoping that, that it lasts, you know? Brother, Berlin, we watched the wall come down, right? Like, how amazing yeah. was that? And I think this is equivalent to that. I really do. I believe that it this really, is... It- I believe so. Right, yeah. that this is our this is our Berlin this Wall is going on just as long as that. Yeah, exactly. And imagine if this all works out. I just I hope I really do. I mean, not, not that we can get into all the detail about it going out of the podcast. I mean, we've been here talking about a lot of different things, but I refuse to go out on a bad note. And I just wanted to go on a good note to all our friends from Israel, all our Palestinians. Like this has been epic war between two religions, two peoples that have believed in something so strongly that they were willing to die for it every single day. Can we say? that can you say that yeah. right so here we are we're on the verge on the cusp of peace in that region and me for one personally i'm absolutely elated about it i'm gonna i'm gonna keep my ear all over this i'm gonna continue to follow the story in hopes that maybe 42 43 maybe we just maybe they have a peace agreement maybe it's all set and maybe we're great you know what i mean like i'm hoping for that i really am i i am hoping 
for peace in that region, man. I really Maybe am. the rest of yeah. the world can yeah. take note. Seriously, right? I think that's the beginning of it right there. You know what I mean? Like, if you can get peace there, you can get peace anywhere. I really do believe that. And if you listen, and if you don't have peace where you're at, like, say, for example, like, you got a neighbor that's an asshole and you're looking to move, <laughs> then by all means, you got to call Gary. Like, you know, Joe, give Gary Cabral a call. Yeah. If you're looking for anything real estate related, my buddy Gary, sponsor of the Bobby Kudo Show, give him a call, 508-415-4177, or shoot him an email, cabg2711 at yahoo.com, and let Gary know you heard about him on the Bobby Kudo Show, and he's going to take super, super good care of you with all your real estate needs. You know, Joe, I'll be honest with you. I'll tell a little secret for me and you. The wife and I are considering some property up north, man. We really are. We're really looking into it. And I think financially we're, we're, we're like in a decent spot where we might be able to work something out. So more to come on that, brother. But I, I am so – and I'm working with Gary. You know, Gary's my man. And uh, just looking for something on the water. Just not sure if we're going to maybe get something that's already built or – we're even talking tiny house, right? Right, like that's like the new, right? That's like the whole new thing, all you, right? All you, kids are growing up. Right? Yeah, that's it, bro. That's up. Joe. You nailed all you need it, bro. Is a one bedroom. That's it. That's it. Because that way, you know what? If I'm chasing the wife, she can't run too far, bro. You know what I mean? Like, she's just, <laughs> and especially if it's in the winter, she ain't running outside. <laughs> she ain't going nowhere, right? Literally from the bathroom to the kitchen and then the dining room, right? Like right there. Yeah, living the dream. Living the dream, brother. Living Wake, the dream. Waking up every day. Hopefully, yep. I'm healthier than when I. Are you? Are your kids still doing soccer? They still gonna play? If if, if there's any, are they gonna? Are they still no, gonna play? No, soccer. My my son's soccer was already canceled. Uh, uh, Dancing was coming back, but my yeah. uh, my wife is is not going to put her in there. You just don't know. Yeah, you just don't know. You know, you're well, not going to. Yeah, you she's don't. already she already lost out on one recital. You know, so Ugh. Ugh. if you don't want to go through all that, then this and then something comes up and no more recitals or anything right. like that. So right. she doesn't right. want to put the time and and also the money because dancing is. It's expensive. We just we just celebrated AJ's graduation like a, a week ago. Like I mean, so I mean, you know, the kids are. Did already, they actually do it outside? They did it. They did it outside. I'll be honest there with you. you. Could they have done a better job? Probably, but you know what? I, I like I told my my wife. I said, listen, I'm just grateful that we heard his name and we got to watch him walk across the stage and get his diploma. You know what I mean? Like that was that, that's yeah. what it was all about. And we were there. And you know what? For any of the parents that complained about it. Like that's they, a milestone, they, man. It, dude, they recorded it. It's on YouTube. You can watch a thing like yeah. you were sitting in the front row. Like, big deal. You know what I mean? Like, I, we yeah. were there. We supported him. And, you know, congratulations to you, AJ. Congratulations to the class of 2020 all over the country. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, right? Like, this. what a tough, right? What a tough I year. just feel, I feel bad for, like, the kids this year that went yeah. through it, that, that are seniors. They didn't get to do their senior prom. None of that, bro. None of you it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They missed out. They none missed out it. on it. And I'm glad that they, you know, some schools were able to give these kids yeah, something. that memory now of something. walking down the aisle. Yep. yep. They're, they're Dude, and, and, you know, and they did a parade too. They actually did like a, a mobile, uh, like a car parade. Like we all, yeah. yeah, we all met in this big parking lot and they had everybody decorate the cars. And of course we participated and, you know, the police, you know, we followed the police and we had a whole parade for them and even that was a great time you know and that's probably something that wouldn't have happened uh if right. it wasn't for corona so you know again like i met the good with the bad and the bad with the good i mean uh, good. you know some yeah. some things that we did that we probably would have never have done and you know he had the opportunity to do it and uh even that like I, i'm just you know what man to be at my age and to have two adult children uh both of which have graduated through the school system and are just you know I, I say you know Megan has her life and AJ's just starting his 
um, it's a, it's rewarding. And, and finally, at this point, brother, I'll be honest with you, the wife and I are getting to that point where we're going away. We're doing things. You know what I mean? They're yeah. old enough to take care of themselves. And it's tough mm-hmm. to get to that point. You know what I mean? It really is tough yeah. to, to finally realize and say, you know what? Like, I, I, we can go. They're, they're okay yeah. to be on their own. Because and- there's, there's times even when I'm talking to my wife, I'm like, just remember the days before we had a baby, you know, yeah. before we had kids. Yep. We were able to just go up, go to just the go. You know, go. go to a cruise or whatever yeah. if we wanted to do it, we could yep. do it. Yep. yep. I I kind of missed that, you yep. know, because my yep. I loved I to be honest with you, I love cruises. Cruises I think are the best are the best because you could just go from place to place and visit each. Yeah, you get a variety. Each I agree culture, with you, bro. I'm a fan. I'm like a fan. That. The food, I love the food. Yeah. Like there's plenty you get of food. To see all different ones. Yeah, you don't just stay right. in one spot. Right. right and for right. me, I can't stay in one spot. Like yeah. my wife, she'll go. Oh, let's go to the beach. Oh beach is boring like i just can't lay there yeah right like right, what's right, going on is right. there jet ski some parasailing can i do some of that stuff? you know what i'm saying like that's right, me that right. i just want to i can't be i can't because i'll just sit there carpe and like, diem bro carpe diem seize the day right like here we <laughs> yeah. are let's let's take the opportunity let's get on a jet ski let's go parasailing just, right right I'm that's like why you, bro that's why i'm I like you let's do it because you can you can set your excursions, bro. You my know, wife, go... you give my wife a bucket of ice full of uh, a Michelob Ultras, bro, and she'll sit on the beach for days. You know what I mean? She's ah, happy as can be. Me and the other hand, bro, I like to move around, man. I yeah. yeah you know, there's yeah. one place that I I can go and just I can be there for probably about a week and not get bored is Atlantis. I don't know if you ever been. No, I've, been I've never there. been. I've never been. Is it nice? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, is it? Yeah, great. I would. I could stay there a whole week. Now there's a couple of those, there's right? So which much... one? Which one did you go to? Uh, the Bermuda. Bermuda. Oh, Bermuda. Right. Yeah. And I... we went there. I went there on a. We went up there on a honeymoon. Yeah. So we were gonna go there for our honeymoon, and then we were like, you know what? We can go to. Go on a cruise and just visit different islands. Right. Go to Key right. West. That's and what stuff we did. Like that. So that's what we did. We're like, all right, we got to find a cruise that goes to Atlantis. Yeah. yeah. We want to go to Atlantis. Yeah. Smart. So we ended up going and we stood there the whole day and it, almost the whole day because you got to get back to your boat. Right. Right. But I was like, man, there's just so much to do. You so, just... and you know, you, at least you get a little taste of it. So you know if you want to go back. You're like, oh, yeah, that's somewhere yeah. I want to go back to. Yeah. Although we didn't do the Atlantis thing, the wife and I, we did do the cruise for our honeymoon and we did the Eastern Caribbean. So we went to Cozumel, Grand Cayman, oh, I've been there. and New Orleans, brother. We went to New Orleans, brother. What wow. a blast, man. And I always said it. I would love to go back, man. I yeah. We ate and drank like nobody's business, bro. And there's so much Seems history. Seems like a good time with all that jazz Brother, music and everything. It, that's going. what it is. It's all around you. It's, it's, you know, people, I've talked to people, like I've never been to Nashville. People say it's a lot, very similar to Nashville. Like, you know, you can walk down the street and there's music playing on either side. You know what I mean? There's all kinds of yeah. music. And, and, you know, New Orleans, I mean, it's, it's 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 all all everything goes. I mean, it's like everybody's having a great. It's like being mini Vegas. You know what I mean? You're walking. Yeah. It's it just it was an amazing amazing time. And I told the wife, I said, you know what? At some point, we gotta we gotta get back there. And and hopefully when this Corona thing ends and we get past this, and I'd love to go back, dude. I would love to go yeah. back, and I would in a heartbeat. I would love to go back there. I would. But you're right. Dude, yeah. Well, my kids my kids are older. That's yep. me and her. We we plan on going to uh, take a cruise to um, Alaska. Nice. Yeah, the I wife wanna, wants I to do that see, too. You yeah, know, I want to go see that. That's yeah. nice. How many years you been married, Joe? How many years? So 2009, 11 years. Wow, 11 years. I was at your wedding, bro. I know you were. I was at your wedding. Yep. Imagine we're that. looking at the, I was looking at the video. I was like, wow. <laughs> how young, how young we were, there. right? We were so young, man. Yeah. <laughs> we were all young there. Yeah. Wow. Good times, brother. Good times. Yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely. And here we are, brother. Here we are. Now, now you, now my life goals, everybody's got a bucket list. Yeah. You know, my bucket list is always to uh, what, walk what? my, walk my daughter, my daughter down the aisle, you know, watch yep. my son get married yep. and then have grandkids. Yep. And then that's the thing that I want to do. Go to, a, go to Alaska, See the go, world, go right? stay a week in Atlantis. Yep. That's what yep. I want to enjoy. You yep. know what I'm saying? Cause yep. those are my that's my biggest thing. Dude, just, that's the pot of gold. I just want to see that, my that's kids That's the pot of gold. Up. Right, right. You know? Yeah, be that's, there for those special moments. You know what I mean? Just yeah. go through the generation and just be there for them. And I, I want the same for my kids. And I think, you know, again, and I think that's why, you know, you and I, Steve, all, come on, you know, these podcasts, these, these conversations are so important because... That's what we're looking at, man. We're not looking at, I'm not looking at my future. I'm looking at the future of my kids. If my kids can be successful and they can move on, then that means I can be successful and I can move on. And really it all comes down to the quality of life. You know what I mean? What you put in my is what you get out up, of it, right. right? My kids can grow up having a better life than yeah, I did. Yeah, man. Isn't that the dream? Isn't then, that what we all want? And then you know what? As a parent, I, I succeeded. You win. You win. You, you win. Know? You win. And you know what, a, that should be any parent's goal. You know what, Joe? I, I, I'll be honest with you. And I, not to air your dirty laundry, brother, but you know I've seen you dance, dance revolution. And anybody who can do <laughs> dance, dance revolution like you, brother, is a success in the parent department. That's as far. Hey, listen, I, my yeah, kids. I'm telling so, you, man, you got it. I, I just got back. I just went back to work from pulling my back. Yeah. And you know my 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 kids, they all love to dance. So they'd be playing music and I'm just laying down on the couch. I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, get up. You feel the beat. And you're like, I just want to get up and get up with them. <laughs> and I can't because my back is hurting. Or if I did get up and I, I don't know if my wife recorded it or not, but hopefully she doesn't You'll have to post, post it, it or anything. Dude, you have to post but, it. You have to post it. You got to. <laughs> she's got, got me. I, I believe she got me up and I'm literally look hunched over looking like a 99 year old guy with a walker you know i i don't have a walker you know but i'm just hunched over like that because i can't move my back and i'm just sitting there kind of just going up and down like going with the kids and stuff and i'm just sitting there and i'm like ow oh, ow oh, but i'm having a good time with the kids right right and, and they and, see and that you know man. what they see my that. back my back is gonna heal but my kids are always gonna remember hey you know i i was dancing with daddy and even though his back was hurting he still got up and Dance, I, I you know, know I know I'm gonna remember it for sure, definitely, without question. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, dude. You know what, brother? And you know, with that said, Joe, I just I want to take a second to say thank you to you know yeah. for you giving me the time, bro, being on the show. I know I appreciate it. I know that the audience appreciates it. You know, man, just having your voice and your opinion is to me something that I value very, very much. And um, I hate my voice, <laughs> dude. You sound awesome, dude. You have a radio voice. <laughs> I just really appreciate that. You know what? It's one thing to have an opinion, and, I, and I'll say this and I'll say it again. It's one thing to have an opinion, and it's one thing to say it, but to come on a podcast and to share your voice and to share your opinion, I, I think it, it, it's something special. You know, it, it's, it's you yeah. care about mankind. You care about society. It's not about coming on here and just yelling and screaming about things. It's about saying, hey, man, I care about you. You care about me. If we care about each other, then we can make this work. But until... It's just a couple of guys with their opinions. That's, that's it, all man, it right? Having a conversation, my opinion, right? your opinion. Yeah. It doesn't mean... I'm I'm wrong it nope. doesn't mean right right, right. Mean you're right. The same thing nope it's, nope it's we're talking bro and as long as we're talking we can move forward it's when we stop talking 
that things get really bad. You know what I mean? So, you know, with that said, I just want to say thank you to you, Joe. Thank you to the audience. Thank you, everyone, for being here for the duration of the show, episode 41. Um, you know, it, listen, if, the, if this isn't enough for you, go over to Instagram, right? Go over to Facebook. Go check out Twitter. Go check out TikTok. It, the content is there. Go check it out. I mean, I just posted the the, uh, the clip of Joe calling out Kamala Harris and, you know, that prediction and how that... Guys, listen, if you're not listening consistently throughout the show, then you're only missing out and you're only hurting yourself. Listen, I always tell you, if you want to enlighten your brain, you listen to the Bobby Kudo show. So, so do that. And then when you're done doing that, Go over, and of course, as always, you know, without question, you know, go support St. Jude's and, of course, the Shriners Children's Hospital. Those two organizations helping children, doing the best that they can. You know, I always mention Shriners and, you know, loveshriners.org, 19 bucks a month. Again, these are children that are being cared for at no expense to them or their families. And if anybody, oh, that's awesome. I'm telling you, man, if you know, you know, bro, if you got a sick kid, man, you know, you know, one thing it's, it's, you're so concerned with your child and to not have to worry about the finances behind that. These are just amazing organizations, but you know what? It's not free. Like they can't, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't fall out of the sky. It comes from amazing people like you and I who are willing to just give a little something, something to help out. Uh, somebody down the line so do that get over there and when you're done with that shop go to etsy go check it out you see the new mug joe get one of those get one of those mugs man dude how badass is that you like that with the with the matte black on top i'm telling you putting all this effort into designing these things because i I, dude i just ordered mine i couldn't wait i I ordered myself one i actually yeah because i gotta have one so i ordered one get over to etsy go check out that mug it's unbelievable along with everything else sweatshirts tank tops hats you name it all there with the Bobby Kudo Show logo. Great uh, quality. Too. Right. I Thank you, Joe. Shirts. Right. You got it, man. Right. Show your support mm-hmm. for the show. Go over to the website, bobbykudoshow.com. Of course, if you want to support the show, anchor FM forward slash the Bobby Kudo Show. And of course, at Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash the Bobby Kudo Show. And show your support there as well, guys. You know, again, I always mention it helps, you know, with the end cost of the show. It's This isn't free. Uh, you know, I have website costs, you know, server costs, and the idea of the quality of the show, and nobody wants to wait. So when we're done recording, you know, I cut it up, I, 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 I produce it, and then I publish it, you know, and if we're not on a good server, you guys are waiting days for this to hit the ground. So, you know, the fact that I, you know, I pay for the server means when I drop it, you get it immediately. So, again, any help, any support, and the reviews. Without the reviews, none of this matters. I need to know how you feel. We need to know how you feel. Give us a review. Tell me how much you enjoyed Joe's voice, right? Because, Joe, you got that calming, soothing voice. And I want people to talk about it. So go over, show your support at Apple Podcast, because this all means you. This is you. This is your family. This is us. This is America. I need you to remember, and I need everyone to remember, that all roads lead here.